Welcome, addicts, to the Everyone's Two and Hilarity. That is the Pop Culture Pod, aka the PCP. I am Carol, and joining me as always, my partner in crime, Whiplash, <laughs> <laughs> Dan Chapman, and and of course, joining us and riding the boards, Whiplash. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm all good, sir. Well, let's let's start off on a lovely down note, shall we? Gentlemen? Oh yeah, why not? That's celebra- the best way to start with the recent celebrity deaths. Uh, the first one is very much a British death, but he he was uh, the first thing that came on after the kids' shows ended in, in our childhood. Dale Winton has passed away from Supermarket Sweep. You, that, that made it sound like he died because of Supermarket Sweep. No, 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 no. He, he, he died uh, due to Sweep. No, no, I, no, I didn't. No, I generally didn't know this. What the fuck, man? Like that's really sad. Yeah, he was a staple. He was up there with with, with, with Bruce Forsyth, dead, and Jim Davidson. It's the man who made you want to run around a supermarket and just such rip a, off everything off the yeah, shelves. Such a wonderfully simple premise, Supermarket uh, Sweep. You want some, somebody help the foreigner out? <laughs> what is this show? Right, Supermarket Sweep. I can't remember what format it was originally based on but you answered questions in the the standard quiz show kind of way but also at the same time you had to run around a supermarket you were running around a supermarket with the trolley throwing things into the trolley that had a certain value certain things had special stickers on them and the more that you got in the higher the prize money you got plus you got to keep what was in the trolley hence supermarket sweep so they would just be running around throwing stuff into a trolley it was just very Strange. Basically, your play, the, your points came to time you'd have to do your supermarket sweep. So, so, wait, you got points for how fast you could do your... No, 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 no you got points shopping? for answering the questions correctly, and then those points equated to how many seconds. seconds you would have to run around the supermarket and grab things. Oh, so the, the groceries were the prize. Yeah. Yeah, but some of the groceries were like, they were weird ones, so like you'd pick you'd up... You'd have an a, inflatable banana, they'll peel it off, and, and you've got a be, new car. You've got a brand new car, or two weeks in the Bahamas, and stuff like that. It was very... Oh, I'd, I'd urge you to YouTube it, Paul, because it'll give you another slice of British strangeness. I it thought, sounds it's, it's, like it was it, made up by Monty Python, but it wasn't. I was going to say. <laughs> it's so sounds... delectably 90s, though. And my God, if we're going to talk about Supermarket Sweep, we also have to talk about Dale Winton's Pets Win Prizes. Oh, yeah, Pets yeah. Win Prizes. So what did he die of, then? Uh, I, 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 can't, I haven't Somebody threw him into a shopping him. trolley. <laughs> but he was quite... I think he was only in his 50s. He yeah, was he wasn't old young. at all, but yeah. that's, a, that's a real shame. And he, he had... He made, like, the orange tan famous as well before David Dickinson did. One of the things I loved about him is... Do you remember the show Gimme, Gimme, Gimme? Yes. Um, he On the very last episode where Patsy got everything she wanted involving um, turning Dale Winton straight. Yep. And it, a, a lovely scene of her, him doing her in the loose at my the, f- at the, oh, at, God, at the, yeah, at the that BAFTAs. Was, at the BAFTAs, yeah, yeah. That was very strange. It's still one of my favourite lines from Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Was he's talking there... Uh, Tom's talking about the guy that he fancied. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm not gay, but you've had sex with him, but I'm not gay. So he's so far back in the fucking closet, he's in Narnia. I just know that's an <laughs> absolutely wonderful line. That was a, just a fantastic program. I can't believe he's dead. That's really yeah. sad, man. Oh, uh, well, uh, rest in peace, still Whitten. Yep. Uh, the next one is a little bit more wrestling related, but he is, is a pop culture icon yeah, no, as well. Yeah, um, we, lost, we lost, we lost uh, the living legend, uh, Bruno San Martino, passed away. He was the longest reigning WWF, well, at his time, WWF champion. His two reigns together are titled, titled 4,436 days. Wow. Well, he, he, he was he, a fixture. He, he he held the championship in his first run for two thousand odd days. He he was champion for about seven years. Christ he, Almighty! He he sold out Madison Square Garden every day. Huh? Like 
So is that like a long time in wrestling? Oh, yeah. yeah so um, a championship, longest reign in the modern era is about 400 odd days. And that was CM Punk. And that's like, really, when you think about it, that's a, that's a, 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 a blink of the eye because... Wait, CM, CM Punk, I've heard that. He, it, I, I don't watch wrestling. I do mm. watch UFC. Yeah, Was this he, the guy who just got his ass handed to him? Because... In, two, in two minutes and 45 seconds, yes. God, yeah, that poor guy. Whoever, Coming out, uh, who came out to cult personality, which is his old wrestling. But thing. what I liked as well is after he got his ass handed to him, he mm. did turn around and go, go to the critics and the nurses. But what did you expect? I'm a wrestler. But at least I... <laughs> I stepped up and I did it. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I really, really respect him for that. As much as you get his ass handed to it's him, it's one of the reasons I love Punk as well. I, he, he did it wrong. I, they they absolutely. Like, I get that it's a money match, right? I get that it's oh man, we'll get the biggest guy and we'll put him in the UFC and yeah. it'll be great. And like first of all, they this is the big stage in fighting, right? Like mm. the the guy doesn't. I, correct me if I'm wrong. He doesn't have a combat background. Uh, no, he's always he was a backyarder, started his own federation, and then he worked his way up through the Indies to the WWE in about 2008, I think. So fair to say he's an accomplished athlete and stuntman. Yeah, but like he's not a fighter. Like he's not boxed. He's never like not like not not not, 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 yeah, not, not though, from the document his documentary uh, the best in the world. No, he should have been put in amateur fights for a while. Honestly, it would have made a better fight because I watched this and I'm like, well, just watch a pr- like watch exactly why you don't do this. I mean, as mm. an instructional, I guess, but man. Yeah. Uh, back to who we were saying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 Bruno, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Bruno San Martino. Yeah, he passed away um, at 81. That's a shame, but he had really... But he, I mean, a, he legitimately had a long run to be the, like, the longest reigning champion of that. And you know I don't... I like, used to really love wrestling, but... Right. Um, that's really, really impressive. That's absolutely incredible that he held it for that long. Because as you were saying, like most mm. like longest runs now, it's like you said, 400 days. It's nothing. To my memory, the longest reigning in like the last 10 years is Punk's at 400 yeah. odd days. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, yeah, but um, the living legend is no more, sadly. Our thoughts are with his family. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the next one is what um, um, we unfortunately lost. We also lost Vern Troyer, famously mini-me yeah. from, from Austin Powers. But do you, um, do you, he, unfortunately, it's a, sadly, it looks to be due to suicide, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a shame. He, he, has, dealt, shame. he has dealt with depression for a very, very long time. Well, I mean, we've, we've, we've had conversations about, about similar mm. things like this on, on the podcast before. Yeah. And we always say, if, you know, if you're struggling with those thoughts or those ideas, there are people that you can, you can reach, reach out, out to. Reach out, always reach out. I mean, out. you've got the Mind Charities, the Samaritans as well. This is nowhere an advertisement or a plug for them. It's just to no. say, that, I mean, even talk to your friends and stuff because, you know, people are there for you and that's a real huge shame because he, he was a really cool guy as well, not just in like Austin Powers, but mm. I know he did like a couple of like TV series as well. Yeah, he, and he, he was always seemed to be funny and he's very, very, he seemed to be very, very intelligent and very sharp and very with it. Mm. And I don't think him having the stature that he had held him back. But if he was suffering, that, that's a, that's a real shame, man. Yeah. Um, I could just add to, if you're suffering from that kind of thing, anxiety, depression, any sort of mental, like talk to your doctor, please. Yeah. Your, yeah. your doctor needs to know if you're bleeding out of somewhere, you shouldn't be bleeding. Your doctor needs to know if you're feeling weird and it's lasted a while. Talk to your doctor, please. They they want to help you, and even if it's weird and you don't want to be helped necessarily, please talk to them, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's completely, that's absolutely yeah. And there true. are charities, and I'm sure that in the U.S., I think there's a hotline, the suicide prevention hotline. Yeah. I don't mm. know the number. Google exists. Please, I'll, please I'll, Google. I'll, I'll, I'll put some links and some stuff in the... in the. Oh, uh, there's an idea. Almost the, like we have an audience and a reach. Yeah, I'll put I'll put some links in the description. I mean, people are listening to this? There'll be links in the description to Mind and a couple of other yeah. things. Yeah. 
to, to but obviously reach out and if you're feeling like a bad day tweet us yeah man we'll we'll we'll, we'll give you a high five or vir- virtual version we'll give, give you a virtual cuddle yeah you'll yeah. have trouble tweeting me i'm not on there so he, paul is very very I rarely will, on twitter i will send you my dirty limerick of the day <laughs> i mean do that anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait daily you write one daily no once was a man from god no never mind um that's a talent no, Vern Troyer, man. I mean, I loved him in Austin Powers. I thought he was one of the best things about those movies. Even back then, I was just like, it It never even occurred to me that yeah. it would... Yeah, okay, it was funny that, like, the supervillain felt he had to have a little person being... Yeah. That like, that was what was funny movie. about it. But the then, little person himself was just this awesome comedic actor. Yeah. Who yeah. Did such good physical comedy. And, and I should say, for a guy who can't lift his arms beyond, like, yeah. uh, higher than his shoulders. He, he is whew, one of the best impressive. things in The Love Guru. Yeah. And that is not a very good movie. That is not a very good movie. But the great thing about it, um, it's in the, the making of. Uh, Vern Troyer speaks out and, like, it takes the time to thank uh, Mike Myers. Because yeah. he could have cast... Uh, it's Because he played the coach in that movie. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you wouldn't cast a man of small stature in that role. No. So oh, he, 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 he had felt... the uh, the acting chops and the ability there. So look look past his his mm. physicality to to his actual inner worth. I think that's actually quite beautiful. We, we have some not so little people news later. Yes. We do, mm. and it's great. <laughs> but um, uh, again, where our thoughts are with this family, yeah. it's a damn shame. I, I think he. We're lucky to have uh, we're lucky to have experienced his work and his comedy and his, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Genius is a word that's thrown around a lot. I, I think he was damn good, though. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. It was super fun. I, I'm going to go watch Austin Powers again after this, I think. Um, I'm going to, for his very brief cameo, and I usually watch it every week anyway, watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Because he, um, he is the uh, little um, waiter. that. Um, it's not, not just on in your house constantly. Uh, that, where the buffalo roams, rum diaries. Like, all at the same time. Oh, oh yeah, he's got, got, so he's got three screens. screens. He's got three screens all showing the works of Hunter S. Thompson. I am Ozymandias, king of kings. <laughs> Hold my six screens. <laughs> uh, the last uh, death, unfortunately, is um, Gunnery Sergeant Ronald Lee Emery. Fuck. Or R. Lee Emery. R. Lee Emery, who yeah. was everybody would probably know him best from Full, Full Metal, Metal Jacket, Jacket, which is he, he, he was originally only on that set to... Uh, he was there to advise on what drill sergeants and what 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 it was all about. But they loved him so much. He sent in he sent in a, a video of himself insulting mm. just down the camera, <laughs> insulting somebody who wasn't there for about a full fifteen minutes without repeating himself, without stuttering, without without tripping over anywhere. Mm. Just fifteen. Oh, there is a man that I can look up to. That man could rant and scream and shout. And he was also brilliant. And one of his latest roles, uh, later roles, was um, he played. Um, the voice of uh, the little green sergeant in Toy Story. He was, yeah, Sergeant Toy Story. He's Sergeant Toy Story. It's which better is than that. Them. He was all of the army men. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he Jesus. Was every one of them. But there's one, Dan, that I found out for you, because I know how much you you love the show. He was the voice of Wildcat in Bratman, the Baby and the Bold. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. That's Bratman. absolutely brilliant, man. Bratman. Uh, Batman, Batman, Brave Batman and the Bold. It's just a my favourite thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Brave and the Bold is just my favourite thing in the world, ever. Mm. 
He, I'm just looking at his credits. The man, literally fr- from Apocalypse Now, has just worked continuously. Oh yeah, he's been he was multiple in so projects much every stuff. year. And this is like aside from his legitimate uh, military service. Yeah, yes. oh yeah, he had an entire military service before that as well. Yeah, he, so, was, yeah. he was a gunner, yeah, gunnery sergeant and a and a drill sergeant. That's why he was brought in as an advisor for Apocalypse Now. Full metal he, jacket. Full, no, no, no. He was oh, in, not for Apocalypse. No, he's well, yeah, yeah. He was he's in, he's, he's yeah. a pilot in, he's a cameo as a pilot uncredited in Apocalypse Now, but he his first actual film role was Full, full metal, metal jacket, jacket, yeah. He was also Colonel Hap, Happerblap <laughs> Great role. in The Simpsons, which is amazing. Well, uh, you know, wherever you are, Gunny, thank you. As, as, as we say on the show, God rest your zombie bones. God rest your zombie bones, sir. All right. Sure, but- he's up there in heaven making Jesus drop and give him 20. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? Oh, to- the images. The images that that conjures. I'm now sad we don't get that movie. God damn it, you sandal wearing son of a bitch. Get a haircut. Who can we cast as Gunny Emery? I'll do it. In that film. I'll go happy to do it. Gunny in you, heaven. To be fair, you do have an air about him in your appearance. Yeah. It's the brand new short crew cut, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, and the tired, it a, tired face. It was, the alar- <laughs> it was alarming when I saw it the other day. I'm not going to lie, dear. Um, should we move on to trailers, gentlemen? Yes. Uh, the first trailer we'll discuss is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. This is the sixth, sixth movie. Sixth in- impossible, uh, Mission Impossible. And I'm going to use a term I don't normally use, but bugger me, Henry Cover looks swole. <laughs> Man, he looks big in this. Like, I'm really looking forward to the interplay of, of Henry Cavill. This is also the reason why they had to see CGI you, like, Superman's fucking face, yeah, because he's got the moustache for this movie. Um, yeah, so this is the sixth one, and what, what have we got, man? We've got the same thing we always have. Ethan Hunt, falling off things, climbing things, falling off them again, hanging off things, being just a daredevil on an epic scale. I love the Mission Impossible movies. And the whole gang's back as well, man. Yep. Like You've got Ving Rhames in there as well, Simon Pegg, who looks a bit rough. It just turned into... What is the Vin Diesel movie with the cars? Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. It's just I've Fast and Furious that. now. It, it's it's it really bizarre together. because the first half of that trailer, that is more James Bond than James Bond has been. Mm. I'm really, really intrigued mm. by it. And then the second half of the trailer is just balls to the wall, like you said, Fast and Furious action. And when he, when he hits the woman with, yeah. with, with the car when she's on the motorbike, that's not something he would do in movies before that. It's not like a Tom Cruise kind of role. Do you know what I mean? And he's slowly through the evolution of the Mission Impossible movies. They have been getting darker, for one of a better term, and he's becoming more and more desperate. Well, and like it says in the trailer, you know, mm. how many times can a man be disavowed by his country? Be you know, you know, be turned, have his have people's backs turned on him before he snaps. Mm-hmm. So is this? Has he gone rogue? Has he gone darker? It's like yeah. when Ving Rhames' character goes, Ethan, that's not who we are, and he does. Well, maybe we should rethink that. I'm like, wow, I'm really, really looking I forward to this. I think there is going to they are going to take it in a slightly darker. Yeah, uh, venue going forward, or maybe just for this one movie. Not Jeremy Re- Je- 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 Jeremy Renner though. Or or counterpoint, uh, he is somebody's blackmailing him or something, and he has to do this. And meanwhile, he's leaving like clues or something mm. taken style, and yeah. like he's got a, a set of skills, and he can. You know, it, it might be that, and he's having to do like eyebrow hints to people. <laughs> You know, like, and leave a note inside of Paris coffee shops, uh, you know, like, waiter's liver or something. Like, who knows? It's, it's, it's just leaving notes under the apple box he has to stand on. But a Mission Impossible slash 
saw crossover like you're suggesting with body horror I'd be totally into that I'd be into that yeah definitely <sighs> no, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this man like the last the Rogue Nation was brilliant mm. and this like I said the, the start of it is more James Bond than James Bond has been recently so I'm really looking forward to it plus as well that soundtrack man that, that theme you can't not mm. get a groove onto that that's true uh, the, the sound design in movies generally is like there's a lot I know I know a few of them and man they're good right mm. But I loved the last one, the opening, the last one as he's going through the prison to end that kick in the head by Dean yeah. Martin. I thought it was beautiful. Mm. More musical numbers, please. <laughs> I'm happy to see more stunt work because, I mean, I guess Tom Cruise is a really into doing his own stunts. Oh, yeah. Stuff. I mean, they, he gives, he, he gives like, the, 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 you know, the lawyer people heart attacks because they're like, you are one of the most famous and valuable people on the planet and you want to hang off the side of a plane. We can get your stunt double. And Tom Cruise is like, no. He made the joke that he had to sign a contract the size of a phone book to do the the aeroplane the, the stunt, stunt, stunt in the last movie. one. Well, and this I, one he broke his he broke his leg on this one, I oh, think. Mm. And you can see the the bit in the trailer. I can't remember which bit it is, but there's a bit in the trailer where you can see him do that. It's um, very Jackie Chan because Jackie Chan broke his leg um, filming. Oh. Everything. Rum, yeah, Rumble in the Bronx, I think. Yeah, was. Rumble, yeah. Rumble, Rumble in the Bronx. And you see him jump from one building to another, breaks his leg, and the camera just cuts. Well, and then for the rest, of, the rest of the movie, he filmed on a broken leg. Mm. You can see they've got like a rubber trainer over the cast. That's insane, man. Mm. Yeah. I I'm mean, winning Jack- myself making a cup of tea. I'm, I'm, I'm very jealous. <laughs> I mean, do you remember, what was it? The, he was a police officer or something, and they had like an, a blind alley and a truck that was exactly the size. That yeah. was a, he did that. Yeah. Man. That's insane, man. But, but this, it stakes again in movies, yeah. right? Which I'm not, I'm not, because I'll tell you, I'm, I'm with two minds about it because on the one hand, uh, evidently there was a motorcycle rider a couple of years back who like she had done every stunt for one of the Avengers movies maybe oh she did no, all- there was a de- yeah there was a death on on Infinity War Infin- yeah. uh, it was uh, Daredevil not Daredevil Deadpool as well yeah 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 but she'd done the the practice run 40 times yeah. or something with the helmet and then when it comes time for the one with the without the helmet for the shot that's the one that's where the she one slammed into wrong. a building in Toronto yeah. it's uh, you know some of two minds about it because on the one hand are oh, we just asking that's people that's Deadpool they're not Avengers are we right. asking people to risk their lives literally for our entertainment but on the other hand like if they're happy to do it fuck man like, there are some brilliant <sighs> stuntman documentaries and there are some brilliant stuntman books out there like Burt, uh, Burt Reynolds it makes it feel real one. yeah it and makes it's... a movie feel real yeah. and I think when I was watching the trailer to uh, Mission Impossible I was like man like this is not CGI no that's, there are stakes like oof, yeah it makes you, it, but it, you kind of get more in get more into yeah. it do you know what I mean obviously it's, it's fantasy obviously it's a slice of it's slice of non-reality for us that's why we go to movies but to see them do that for real as it were even if it is on a set and it is like I said one of the most famous men in the, in the world to be doing these new stunts it does make you go Oh, well, I want to he, watch he, it. He, 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 to be fair, he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't really drink. He's an adrenaline junkie. Yes. That's his vice. He just, he's now just, it's why the stunts get up and up and up and up. And notice I'm not talking about the whole thing either. We're not talking about that ever. Thanks. No. Yep. <laughs> I'm editing that. Um, all right, then, guys. Uh, oh, just quickly, speaking of editing, thank you, Paul. <laughs> you're well oh my god that's <laughs> the end of the last episode Ooh, last episode and we have listened to your feedback we're not going to talk over each other anymore <laughs> or rather we're going to do it when we get excited but we're going to keep it to a minimum the rest of the time because i had to edit that clusterfuck of a fu- <laughs> oh my god so yeah i mm, mostly we're gonna make a better show because it annoys me not to <laughs>
Next trailer, gentlemen, is Uncle Drew, a movie I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> How brilliant is it? <laughs> with, with, uh, legendary basketball tournament. Um, the original team who set it up years later, the tournament's going on. The guy that decides to get the band back together. Getting the band back together, man. In, in, including Shaq. Oh, the Shaq attack. Shaq, Shaq O'Neal's in it. Shaquille O'Neal. It's Blues Brothers. Yeah, with, with basketball. basketball. Yeah, it's so... And I, I do love a good sports movie. I mean, I watched uh, Goon, The Last of the Enforcers on Netflix the other day. It's not as bad as oh, I thought it It's still be. really, really good. And uh, A League of Their Own is one of my favourite mm. sports Any, movies. Anyone not okay with Blues Brothers and basketball? Really? I, I'm okay with it. I think it's brilliant. It looks fun. I, it, yeah, it just looked like a slice of fun. And I, yeah. you know, I'm really I'm, I'm generally going to go and see it, man. I'm going, it. I'm going. It's going to get my money. I it's think it's got, one of those It's one of those comedies that's Black not... Guys. <laughs> It's, not, it's one of those movies that's not most really going to do well in the theatres, but it'll find its audience. Oh, it'll find its audience. I was say, it's, it's got really kick-ass black eyes and what sounds like a brilliant soundtrack because it's got Eli Pitt Boy Reed on the soundtrack. So oh, I'm there, yeah. baby. I wonder if all the studios have been like, look, Black Panther made all this money, so all we have to do is put only black people in movies from now on. I'd be very I'd, happy I'd with it. that, man. Dig it, yeah. I'm okay with that, but I wonder if that's the message that the one-dimensional people at the Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, what we they're going to think We need more black of. people right now. <laughs> I turned into J. Jonah Jameson saying, like, <laughs> we need more pictures of black people. We need more pictures of black people. <laughs> Have fun editing this, boys. Um, <laughs> in context, we love you guys. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm we love kidding. you guys. I, um, I would hate for there to be more tokenism just because whatever, but we love these movies. Want, legitimately, yeah. this looks fabulous. Only thing I would say is like it's weird that it's like the old guy, and partly I, t- I talked to a friend of mine about this, and he was like, well, it's, it's good, except there, there's a why is the old guy moving like a 22 year old? I think it's the because he is a twenty-two-year-old in prosthetics. I mean, that's the. Well, no, I, I, I got yeah, it. I know that, but that's I. I love that. It's though. it's based. It's the it's the thing you just gonna. It's one of those you just a suspension of disbelief. You just oh, have yeah. to let go of the fact that this it. guy has not missed a step in eighty years and is still the legendary b-ball player that he has always been. I get it, but at the same time, it's like, are we just misrepresenting the actual physical abilities of a person who's 75? Like, is, people can't do that at 75. Yeah, but then that will make for a less awesome movie. But, yeah, but Harrison Ford I mean, can rep- walk through a door without having thought. What? No, mm-hmm. no, fair. I mean, representation matters, is yeah, what I'm saying. I, I appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to this, though, man. It looks, it looks like such a cool movie. Cash money, I'm going to Yeah, oh, definitely. We want it. We, <laughs> this is the uh, Pop Culture Pod seal of approval. Mm. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna figure out a pun to do with seals. I was about to go nineties. It's like a kiss from a rose oh, on the, the gray. The, the seal of the PCP on oh. the gray. <laughs> he doesn't sing on the grave. No, he sings on, on the, the gray. gray. I never knew that. Yes. And because and because I promised Paul I wouldn't do another horror horror trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're not going to do another horror trailer. Let's talk about this horror trailer. Thanks, Carl. No, but there's, a, sto- there's a story link with this because I wanted you guys to see this trailer for the context. Um, the film is hereditary. Yeah. The film is hereditary. No, the film is called hereditary. I got it. So yeah. the film itself, to be clear, has not been passed down genetically through generations. No, it's terrifying, though. Explain oh, this a one. Really to you. good trailer. Explain this one mm. to the audience, Dan. Well, from what we gather from the trailer, the 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 matriarch of a family has died. The daughter, um, who builds models, by the looks of it, that's like kind of a living. She mm-hmm. she her daughter is starting to act strange and weird. And the underlying thing is, is the dead mum still alive or is she possessing people it's very spooky it's got tones of the exorcist in there it's got tones of uh 
uh, the orphan in there. It's got yeah. tones of Don't Look Now with uh, Donald Sutherland in there. And all of the actors and actresses they've got in this look very tense. Not this, the trailer was generally yeah. really chilling. And the moment with the girl with it's the cut cutting, beautifully. Yeah, the trailer's put together perfectly. And mm. you've got that moment. I know, Paul, you're, you're squeamish about stuff like this. Yeah. And so, yeah. but the moment where she cuts the head off the dead bird, mm. I mean, it's, it's not a spoiler, it's in, it's in the trailer. And then the guy looking at his reflection in the classroom and his reflection yeah. is smiling and he's not. And then he's smashing his face open on himself, on, on his own desk. I'll so, say that this is. I, I don't like slashers. When I say uh-huh. I, I don't like the sort of the the we're gonna we're getting off on the we're look this guy is gonna get his eyeballs caved in by a needle or like we're we're gonna put that you have to crawl through needles to get to the, oh yeah that, like, that that kind of torture that kind of, stuff it's, no it's, but this is like this almost psychologically well this is it I like this I I would probably watch this oh, with I'm, the I'm, lights on with my with my teddy bear next to me granted because <laughs> you know I'm a fucking win right huh? it, it, it's this is my kind of thing because even as you say the bird thing I'm like okay that's creepy as fuck yeah I think the, the whoever cast that the girl. Oh, Ooh. brilliant. Brilliant. God, like, she's got some... But you guys would admit Ooh. you... Would you Would you show this to children, this trailer? No. So you don't think it should air in the trailers before showing a Peter Rabbit? <laughs> I forgot about that. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, man. This Explain tra- yourself, Carl. The, uh, tra- unfort- I think it was a cinema in the States was showing Peter Rabbit, and unfortunately they put the wrong trailer reel in front <gasps> of it. Oh, no! And they showed Hereditary to, yeah... A room the, full, full of, of children. <laughs> I'm guessing they got all of the complaints. All the complaints. <laughs> it did. To the, it, it did. It made the news. But when something like that makes my nerdy news, it like it's trickled down. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I like the idea that the projectionist like my name's Tyler Durden. I'll apologise for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor little. Oh, right, that 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 projectionist is, has has been fired. Oh yeah. Speaking as the kid who hid behind the sofa and that scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark where they melt the faces, right? That was a sofa-hiding moment for me as a kid. And now I'm like, it doesn't take much for a little kid to be like, oh, fuck. I'll tell you you what freaked me out as a kid. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit? With uh, Christopher Lloyd when he... Ah! And he spoke in a high voice. That used to freak me out, man. The whole death scene. Oh. I mean, spoilers, but... Oh, wow. Um, the interesting story Christopher Lloyd was interviewed obviously ran back to the future and he was asked oh what's your most favourite role you've ever played and he always goes Judge Doom Judge Doom because fuck (laughs) (laughs) he's just brilliant is that a direct quote that's a direct direct quote quote. oh man let's invite him on the show I'm sure he'll come oh I'd love to oh and uh, yeah Christopher Lloyd if you're listening I'll have a t-shirt I have all (laughs) no 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 no. we'll have an appearance we'll have an appearance Lloyd (laughs) Sir Lloyd is he Sir Lloyd Christopher Lloyd no no he's American Christopher Lloyd yeah yeah He's not. He's not a sir, but he should be. Hmm. Could, could we just sir that man? Yeah, he's 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 knighted by, by the PCP. Knighted by the PCP. Uh, the next trailer is Kingdom. I mean Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. I mean Jurassic World Fallen Park. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean Fallen Jurassic Park thing. <laughs> Dinosaurs. It is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I, I did send the boys Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. But what I like is uh, the, the, I've labelled this in my notes <laughs> this week on trailers that show the whole damn movie, mate. So much. So that shows a lot. That so not only are they genetically modifying dinosaurs again, not only is the park gonna be destroyed by a volcano, and it looks like it is, not only do we get Ian Malcolm back doing his whole life finds away thing a bit more chillingly, mm. um Blue's back. 
You know, we got Chris Pratt bumbling around with dinosaurs. Dice Bryce, there. Uh, Dice Bryce, Dice Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Howard. She's running around in stupid shoes again. Um, there's a tranked up T Rex. Flats. A pair of flats. Just a pair of flats. Every woman I know keeps a pair of flats in a handbag. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe she didn't have time. Maybe she's worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. We are not being sponsored. <laughs> Stop Jeez. saying company names um, when they're not paying us. But even Good though it Lord. does show by the looks of this trailer, two thirds of the movie, yeah, I'm in. John Williams soundtrack. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, man, yes. Just I, all I want to do is go to a John Williams concert, right? I don't want this movie. All I want to um, do is go to Jurassic Park. <laughs> my friend went to a John Williams concert. Um, fortunately, he didn't know it was just a. It, he thought it was just advertised John Williams performance. He mm. went there to hear, you know, all of, all the scores. It was mainly Harry Potter and literally just talking about all the music of Harry Potter uh, that he did. I'm okay with that. It's good music. <laughs> oh, it's good music. But if you, for for me and Dan, it would be. The oh, I'd, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, yeah, I want the, the, I mean, I'd, like Hans Zimmer, I'd love to see Hans Zimmer concert as well. But mm. no, yeah, this trailer, even though it does, I think it does give the game away completely. I'm there. Yeah. I've seen every, every single Jurassic Park movie. This is a great thing because I saw this trailer today when I went to see the other thing we're, we're going to talk about. And I was like, hey, this guy is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That's weird. So I saw him in the other thing and I'm like, huh, wait. Wasn't he just... Right, different movie. Mm. I remember now. I still say he'd make a good new Indiana Jones. Yeah, but that doesn't. we don't need it. Why do we want that? I mean, Harrison Ford's donning the fedora one more time. Yes. Is he really... Cause after, yeah. I thought we agreed after Crystal Skull, we would like, why are we doing this What's Chris, Sorry, what's Crystal Skull? I, you're right, I've never heard of it. It, anyway. was, it was a spec strip. Ah, oh, that's all right. That's why they were going to cast Shia on the, Was it running for your life for Shia LaBeouf? Real, real, real life question. Why do we hate that one, but we give Temple of Doom a pass? Because Temple of Doom's better. Short round. Short round. Yeah. Short round. It's what I used to call one of my ex-girlfriends. Uh, used to. That is legitimately true. Um, <laughs> That uh, in my insights, little nest of vipers. Um, insights into Dan's. We're psyche. not crashing. <laughs> oh we're not falling. We're crashing. Oh, God. You know, I, I think that was the worst movie. No. I thought that was a worst movie. It doesn't have CGI fucking golfers, it, it, though, man. It, so. it also didn't coin the phrase nuke the fridge. A, a film so bad it tanks the whole franchise. Yeah. Never mind jump the shark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah um, Jason Statham doing a bit of that. Oh, yeah. He's fighting Meg, isn't he? He's going to headbutt Meg. shark. I'm now Shut getting up, the impression. Meg. Shut up, Meg. I'm now getting the impression that somebody in a studio somewhere heard that there was a Jurassic Park movie and went, quick, we need to make our own one. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> What's a dinosaur that isn't a T-Rex? Coming <laughs> next year. Megalodon versus T-Rex. Well, no, because that's not good. On work. sci-fi. On sci-fi. Starring <laughs> Jason Statham. Uh, it's pronounced friend. Siffy. Oh, yeah, it's Oh, Siffy. Sorry. yeah. yeah. Don't worry, I'll be talking about a Siffy show when we get to Netflix news. Woo. Um, yeah, but no, I, I did, I did. like I said, as much as it gives away the entirety of the movie, I'm really excited for Jurassic World, Fallen well, Kingdom. Well, let's, now let's talk about a trailer that's actually given out some more information and a better trailer than its first. Yes. We had a, we've had the Venom trailer, the official Venom yes. trailer. We called it. We fucking called it. Yeah. You called it. You called it. I fucking called it. Yes. We talked. We spoke about that trailer. That moment when he's on the motorbike and the car's flipped by, you said there's probably going to be tendrils. There's probably going to be tentacles coming off him. Mm. Fucking called it. Mm. I said that that moment where he's going to be shaking on the, the bed and he goes a little bit crazy, there should be venom either coming out of his eyes or up his skin. That fucking happened. Fucking called it. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the beginning. As a sound guy, I'm like, I know exactly how they made the venom voice. 
It's a little bit cliched, and I don't care. No, it works. It works. It's brilliant. The moment he says, "Why would we do that?" I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm in." When it's no, when it's Brock saying it, yeah, I'm in completely. There is, there is a bit. Uh, there is some ham-fisted lines and writing in there. But, in a Marvel movie, um, oh, but is this a Marvel movie? Is it? Is it Marvel associated? Is it it's Marvel Mar- presents? It's, or is it's, it? it's, Mar- it's Sony. It's Marvel. It's Sony produced Marvel movie. Yeah, they must I'm, have a deal now because Spider Man and the whole Spider Verse because yeah. that's now in the thing. Uh, the the only point of contention now appears to be X Men because like that's Fox. That's, that's Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, not, it, they're, not they're between... really not wanting to let that go. Yeah, I mean, I see it, but I mean, if a deal is ever possible. It is Fox, though. Yeah, now's, they're, now's they're the time. Quite, man, yeah. Them and Disney, they're super tight on their own. Uh, but I am. I'm, I'm yeah. again looking forward to this. And also, as well, we saw more than one symbiote. Yeah, yeah. by the way, Dan, how do you, do you pronounce that word correctly? It's symbiote. I learned symbiote. how to pronounce the word symbiote from the 90s Spider Man cartoon series where they say symbiote. Snap, bro. Not symbiote. Yeah, symbiote. And she's meant to be a fucking scientist biology symbiosis right i mean like it's legitimate though it's no it's legitimate it just sounds really to weird to the comic book to the to fans, the, to the the fans fan it's always been symbiote not symbiote so yeah i mean i can see both ways speaking as the foreigner in britain and i say stuff that to everybody sounds weird it's like all right i've absolutely no idea what you're talking about like man um <laughs> you haven't heard my my strapping accent the one that says to everybody around me i may be secretly carrying an axe and a beard <laughs> Secretly, yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I think mean, that. That's why I think when you introduce yourself to people, you just go, "Yep, I'm Paul." And before you ask, I like wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Wood is a very useful material. <laughs> you can use it for but, all kinds yeah, of things. <laughs> um, yeah. So the venom one, Dan. Would you like me to tell you all the things you can use wood for? <laughs> oh, I know. I know what I can use. That's wood the for. kind of content we need for our. <laughs> I didn't know we needed it. Damn it! But yeah, we um, need to make a movie. About killer about wood. About wood. Mm. Yeah. About killer wood. No, hang on. Um, M. Night Shalom Lama Ding Dong did that. The happening. You oh, know, yeah. where the trees were killing Mark Wahlberg. Did he legitimately? What? No. No. It's Wait. the trees. Wait, what? Yeah, generally, the happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> I Dude, thought I was joking. We finished yeah. this. Google that shit, man. Oh, it's no. absolutely... Jess from New Girl and Marky Mark, 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 Mark are Mark trying, of the to, stop the trying to stop the trees from trees from killing people. And oh, there is a I moment where he literally yells at the trees. <laughs> There's a breeze going through the wind. The, tr- the trees are moving, and he's and like, he has "No." Full on conversation with, with a the tree. tree, and he's like, "You know, and hey, like we're not all bad, and we're all like just trying to get along." You're talking to fucking Bark, Med. Like M Night, come on. Med. Would you say he's barking up the wrong tree? Oh. Yes, I went there. Obvious pun of the day. Somebody put an air horn sound in here. And I'm talking to myself in the future. Yeah. Future Paul, if you do it, I swear to God. Begrudgingly, <laughs> Doctor. No, that's doctor. not a doctor. doctor. That's a doctor. Come on, Doctor. Doctor. Right. Doctor. Um, yeah, but I'm, again, I'm excited about this. I th- I'm going. I'm going, definitely. What are we talking about? Venom. Venom. I'm, I'm going. I'm there. I mean, yeah, but like the movie The Trees, we're also going to that. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, wait, oh, if we, they ever we, show we, that again, yeah. We, we, I, will, I will link you a copy of um, The Happening. The happening. <laughs> um, but what I want to see as well is, is will this set up Carnage? Will this set up Anti-Venom? There's, 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 there's rumours that they're doing Carnage yeah. in Venom, but it will be a really not shown either. Calling it now, post credit Sting. They, if they do a post-credit. Post-credit Sting. Eddie Brock will be thinking he's free of the, the, the symbiote. And sorry, symbiote. Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm Carnage or short. Uh, Dan, I was asked last time. So, Paul, what are we starting with? DC, Marvel, or Misk? 
Ooh. I can tell you now, DC is very thin on the ground. Mm, do I want to do the thing that I want to do, or do I want to leave that to later? Uh, let's go with DC. I don't. I haven't heard no DC news this week uh, exactly. because I never hear any, any DC, DC news, news because <laughs> I don't fucking care, Carl. <laughs> Good to know, dude. But uh, Wonder Woman two is going to be set in the nineteen eighties. Nice. Which I think is a good choice. That's a very good choice, yeah. And that means that I think that will lean more into the cheater. Sorry. How do we pronounce that again, Paul? Cheater. There we go. Cheater. 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 Um, but uh, we'll be... Um will be a woman in a costume. Instead. Yeah, that does kind of lend it more. Cheater. Please tell me it's going to be, uh, it's, it's Kirsten Wig? Kirst, Kristen Wig. Christ, sorry, Kristen, I do apologise if she's listening. Kristen Wig, mm. uh, big, massive 80s hair, power ballady kind of thing, dressed yeah. in a cheetah costume, trying to kick the shit out of Wonder Woman. I'm with real, the, I'm With a diet tab. With the diet tab, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tab light. Um, and then all of a sudden, somebody who looks a lot like Steve Trevor shows up. We are not being sponsored by a company that makes soft drinks <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor the show please send us some emails at and, the usual twitter address email twitter and of course dan will have a t-shirt i'll have a t-shirt um, <laughs> uh, but the other only other bit of dc news i have gentlemen is um the shazam family might be in the shazam movie because they've they've cast as as in they will the his fa- adoptive family will turn into the, sh- the Shazam family. Yeah. Nice. Because they've cast a lot of people to play older versions of them. The please, tell me, please tell me they're going to have in that TV's Michael Gray. <laughs> no. But Adam Brody's going to be playing uh, Billy, uh, Captain Marvel Jr. Nice. We, we promised the people we would not talk over each other, and here we are. That was my fault. <laughs> Sorry. Where were we again? Uh, Shazam family uh, is going to be in Shazam, and um, the only casting I can remember is Adam Brody, who will most probably be playing Captain Marvel Jr. Nice. Yeah. The more I hear about this, the more I'm excited about it. Yeah. The Shazamily. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Shazam family is it is a thing because um, Shazam was an independent comic of DC that they acquired the character later on. That. That doesn't get a doctor, but fucking barking up the wrong tree gets a doctor. Because <laughs> you, you, you wanted it. You I were hungry for it. You are hungry for it, man. I'm still hungry. You fed me a... You, that was an hors d'oeuvre, my friend. We've got plenty more of the pun meals to come. Oh, we'll get there, baby. We'll get there. Should we move on to... Should we save... The Fish m- course. Should we move on to misc then, Marvel? Because Marvel's going to be a bit... Oh, I'll have some of that sweet, sweet misc. Sweet, sweet misc, gentlemen. Um... Uh, Galicia del Toro's uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is moving forward. Nice. Which is his um, horror anthology that he wants yeah. to do. I have heard nothing about this. He's uh, he's you know, been trying you know, to get it made for a couple of years. Yeah. It's, um, it's his um it's his um he wants to do a small horror anthology. Uh, who is this, sorry? Uh, Galicia del Toro. Galicia del Toro. Related um, to he did um, Hellboy, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water. Shape the, of Water is, is, is the most recent one. Guillermo? Guillermo? Yeah, Guillermo, sorry, Guillermo yeah. del Toro. I was going to say, Guillermo. is he related to Guillermo del Toro? No, no, okay, sorry. Yeah. That's, that's a bad note on my part. Uh, yeah, so, um, but I mean, I've, lo- I've loved all of his work since The Devil's Backbone and Kronos, all mm. the way up to like his latest stuff. Lo siento, uh, señor. <laughs> Lo siento, señor Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's How do you say Dan will have a t shirt in Spanish? I don't know. Me neither. I don't speak a language. Lo okay. siento. I barely speak everyone. English. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's throwing me. I'm just trying to think of the words now. Um, no, but I, I've loved his work, and yeah, his his uh, you know scary stories to tell in the dark yeah. is kind of his version of um, 
I want to say goosebumps. Or, yeah. you know. Um, but with a little, uh, aimed towards the more young adult. More, y- more young adult. Uh, like and he loves his horror. Uh, goosebumps is more, I, I was reading Goosebumps when I was like eight or nine. Yeah, it's like it's like the preteen kind of thing, like R.L. Yeah. Stein's Goosebumps was, yeah. but this is slightly older, a little darker. But, and he does, do you know what I'm still waiting for more than anything else? Mountains of Madness. Him doing H.P. Lovecraft. I know it's not going to happen, man, but just at one point in time, the casting was nearly there. He'd been scouting locations. It would have been brilliant, man. I'd, that, quite, that. I'd quite like him to see... I'd quite like to see him do The Hobbit. Yeah, that would be cool. Except that's not going to happen because he was going to, and then things happened. Yeah. But and then Peter Jackson was free. Peter Jackson was all over that. Uh, uh, damn shame. But, um, but that's really cool, man. I, I, I love his work. So, yeah, that's, that's quite think, exciting. I think it's, it's nice to hear that it's, it's moving forward. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the little bit of Star Trek news for you, gentlemen, the movies. Um, S, uh, S.J. Clarkson will be helming the next Star Trek movie. Uh, she's a female director, isn't it? And the first to be a female director to uh, direct in to, the Star Trek franchise. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I really, really like that. I think that's brilliant. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see her her, her spin on it, her take on the, the Star Trek universe. What has she directed before? I'm just going to look that up. Okay. Um, I, and I think it's nice to have that kind of different perspective on what is essentially a very male-dominated universe, even now, if you think about the original like archetype of James T. Kirk flying around the universe, making out with green women. Well, I mean, if that's your archetype for it, then certainly. But like, then you got a female captain. In oh, Wander. yeah, Janeway. Absolutely brilliant. And, well, she's really not as a character. Uh, at, the fact that she is a captain is excellent. I mean, this is what I'm saying. And also, the original she's... original also had like men in dresses and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's yeah. also quite interesting well, because this means Tarantino's not doing it now, is he? No, uh, uh, there's two Star uh... Trek movies. We are getting two Star Trek movies. Movies, okay and that. the rumored second one is Tarantino Star Trek. I'd, I would like to see that. I think that would be uh, strange. In cool. answer to your question, Paul, she's predominantly been a um, a TV act, a TV director. She okay. directed a couple of episodes: Jessica Jones, The Defenders, uh, Orange Is the New Black. I do enjoy. That's mm. where I know her from. I do enjoy her work on Orange Is the New Black. I think she's fantastic. She, she's she's pretty much she's British as well. I mean, her, her directorial debut was actually uh, Bad Girls. Um, she's done Casualty, Stenders, Footballers Wives, Hustle, which is a personal favourite of mine. Yep. She um, done Chops, man. Yeah, uh, man. Heroes, Dexter, Ugly Betty. Her only her film directorial debut is the movie Toast, which was is the autobiograph of the um, autobiographical novel of uh, Nigel Slater, hmm. which had uh, which was done on the BBC. Helen Bottom Carter, Freddie Highmore. Yeah, cool. Well, I can't wait to see. Yeah, it, I'm really looking forward to that. Anything that says Star Trek on it, I will probably see it. Even the bad ones, mm-hmm. right? Especially the bad ones. Oh, sometimes quite yes. Funny. Oh, most definitely. Uh, but uh, speaking of um, other movies confirmed from Paramount, because obviously that's who yeah. who does um, Star Treks. We're also getting a, a, the sequel to A Quiet a Place and an, and another Cloverfield movie. But they're announcing they're doing it. Oh, they're announcing it this time because yeah. that you know the surprise drop. Didn't really work. It, not did the it? second time. The first. No. One, uh, um, did you watch Paradox? I've not watched. Paradox, oh, yeah. it, don't. I but, really like Ten Cloverfield Lane. I, I thought was, was going to say brilliantly that, done. That, that was uh, came out and that came out of nowhere. Yeah, we got, a, was, we, did, we got a trailer and then it dropped the next week. Yeah, because we were. To, I remember one of the earlier episodes we spoke about Ten Cloverfield Lane, and then next next episode it was. Oh, and by the way, the movie's we're, out. We're, we're reviewing. <laughs> we're reviewing it. it. Uh, that was a shock. So um, yeah, I didn't like I didn't like Paradox as much, even though Chris O'Dowd is amazing in it. So mm. uh, no, that's that's all right. That's kind of cool. I like the fact that they're going to announce that they're doing it. Yeah. So yeah, but it's 
uh, quite a place. Does it need a sequel? I think it really it's as a concept it stands alone. I Was think it's, that that's the, uh, the one in John Krasinski? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've not seen it yet, but I've only heard incredible things about yeah. it. I, from what I know of it, because you know I don't mind spoilers. No, it doesn't need a sequel. But well, friend of the podcast and co-host of the Lament configuration, Greg Knox has said he's one of his favourite horror yeah. films. And he, he, knows his, he, knows, and he loves his horror. Yeah, he knows his onions. And horror movies as well. Mm. Um, Something but, about cutting into things and making people cry, but still. <laughs> Chick, all right, Chicken Run 2 is happening. What? Yeah. Ard Man and Megshwin is next. Let me, next let me show you how you, do, how, how you do this, Paul. What, the cluck? Yeah. There you yeah, go. Doctor. doctor. Thank doctor. you. Doctor, there Thank it you. is. There it is. Thought I'd just oh, wet I'm my ashamed. beak with a pun. <laughs> One more time. I just thought I'd wet my beak with a pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm upset that I didn't come up with either of those. That was foul, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> Pure poultry in motion. I can go all day. <laughs> I mean, no, who's stopping you? And you know he's winging this. <laughs> sir oh sir oh well done yeah no so chicken wrong too yeah that, yeah man are they bringing to the, the you uh, know, Mel Gibson the vo- uh, as much as the voice passed oh they can get yeah back. Mo- Mel Gibson might be touchy I don't see why not but um, get him all lick it up stick him in the booth it'd be fine oh wait no hang on don't do that no. Um, no. did you did you see the, do you know what we're talking about chicken run Yes. Um, lo- I, oh. I mean the original concept is absolutely brilliant that's uh, that's Artman animation yeah I love his stuff. Again, anything that they... Their comedy timing sensibilities are impeccable. Oh, Early Man is brilliant. Early Man's brilliant. I mean, you, for me, you can't beat the wrong trousers. Oh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, with the laying out the... Laying out the train. It's so busted. It's, laying out the train track as the train's going ahead. I thought it's absolutely fantastic. For me, as my, I, do lo- I do love wrong trousers, but for me, it's a close shave. Close shave? Yeah. A close shave. I like a grand day out as well because mm. that is like predominantly almost a silent. And movie. I'm not ashamed to say it. I paid and saw Curse of the Were Rabbit in the cinema. Nice. I was like the only person above uh, free foot in the room. But tell you what, the PlayStation Two video game is bloody good as well. Really? Uh, oh yes. <laughs> um, oh, that's really cool, man. Yeah. Do we know I've got a plot synopsis or no? Just an- it's announced that it's it's going into development. Yay! So. I'm going to recommend a quick thing. Uh, we're not paid by these guys, but uh, the tested YouTube channel with uh, Adam Savage, who was previously of Mythbusters. Yeah. They did a shop tour with Ardman Animation where they go through their puppets mm-hmm. and they show, okay, so here's how we do the armatures and here's the kind of clay we use. Actually, that's not a clay. It's some sort of polymer, so then we can move it rather than having to whatever. We used to use different... The craft behind... Mm. The, the, for those who don't know, this is stop motion. This is uh, thirty frame or 24 frame per second stop motion animation. Which, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's the it's, look it up. It's oh yeah, super I mean they impressive. did um, well, they did pi- uh, pirates. Oh no, pirates and an adventure with scientists, wasn't yeah. it? Yep. And that was like one of the biggest grand scale movies they'd done. It took them like five years just to animate the first two minutes. Yeah. So like two five years worth of work for two minutes. The, the painstaking detail and craft, as Paul was saying, that goes into their stuff is incredible. Keep in mind as well, like pre digital photos. Mm. You did not get a redo, right? You had to nail yeah. every single frame in mm. order in your because otherwise, if it was like ah, that frame was no good, let's get the entire set set up precisely oh, the same. That would drive me insane. Ooh. Well, they didn't do it. They just had bad frames, right? Like yeah. watch uh, what is it, the Nightmare Before Christmas again, and you you can there see a some... little bit of oh yeah, a little bit of jitter, but that's just how it was. But with even just digital cameras where you can see, no, we need to do that shot again. That, that on a side note, yeah. 
Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Both. Uh, as as told as as said told by, by, by Tim Burton himself, it's a it's a Christmas movie. I mean, I feel like thematically, what happens in the movie is uh, he, uh, somebody discovers the true meaning of Christmas. So, mm. I mean, it is a Christmas movie. It's a Halloween themed Christmas movie. But am I going to watch it at Halloween too? Of course I am. Of course you are. <laughs> I, I most probably watch Halloween too. Um, I'd watch Halloween three. Really? No. Nobody watches. <laughs> Nobody watches Halloween three. This is Halloween. <laughs> well, seeing as we're talking horror, it leads into a little bit of sad news. Unfortunately, we are at the uh, renewal and cancelling part of the year, yep. and unfortunately, Ash versus Evil Dead has been cancelled at three seasons, three bloody glorious seasons. It's been one of my jo- most joyous things to watch. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the finale. Was only last weekend yeah. of season three, and it it has a it has a cliff note ending, but it's also a very nice. I'm happy with Ash going out like this. Yeah. Because unfortunately, after the announcement of the cancellation, Bruce Campbell has said he is retiring from playing Ash. And they better not try and do the reboot, prequel, sequel thing they did with with, with the um, the because they did it again, didn't they? They did Evil Dead, Evil but Dead, that was yeah. that was Sam Raimi going back and doing the remake of Evil yeah. Dead. But um, that is a shame. That is a, and, that is a ca- nice and shame. Bruce cameos at the end. Yeah. So, in, a, a in a post-credit sequence, yes. what would a preview? What would the prequel even be? Like how Ash found his boomstick? Like, no, uh, it would be most probably the forging of the Necronomicon. Yeah, probably. Ex- sorry, because my horror friends will kill me. Necronomicon ex mortis. There we go. <laughs> Is there more than one? No, they they uh, commonly it's known referred to as the Necronomicon. But um, I once did it as a quiz question, and I had oh. to, and I gave an extra half point for people who put ex mortis. Because it is the full title. Of That's the his full title. That's a shame, man. You know, I've like really but, enjoyed that, but at least it's there. We still watch it again and again and again and again. Fantastic TV series. Uh, but Paul, uh, but Paul, but Paul, um, <laughs> Carl, uh, would you like some animated um, news? Like, um, who's joined the cast of Secret Lights of Pets two? I don't know what that is, but okay. Secret Life of Pets was a uh, Pixar. No, DreamWorks. Oh, sorry, I do apologize. Yeah, DreamWorks. Um, Kind of really cool little jaunt of what pets get up to when the owners leave the house, and it becomes like a really they, cool little road. becomes a really really cool little road movie. They got Kevin Hart as a as a, as a as a white bunny rabbit, as a yeah psychopathic bunny rabbit that wants all of the pets to rise up and fight off the human masters. It's brilliant, and he misses his boy Reggie, which was just uh, this uh, one's for you, Reggie. <laughs> wow, Reggie, I miss you. I don't know what to think about it. I kind of want it, but I kind of don't want oh, it. But joining, joining the cast in his first ever animation role is Harrison Ford. Okay, I'm in. Oh, nice. Don't know. Don't have an announced what character he's playing yet or anything, but usually that's kind of close to the chest until a trailer he, comes out. He better be playing a falcon. An old <laughs> falcon. It writes itself, he can doesn't be the it? Millennial I, didn't, falcon. I did not even think that. I was thinking like an old scruffy dog or something. Given pets, yeah. You know, I was you know I'm a kind of a scruffy nerf herdery kind of a dog. We named the dog Indiana. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's going to be perfect, man. That'd be, there's so much material for this. Yeah. But yeah, he's joined the cast. He and... could be a dog who walks himself. He'd be solo. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> you shouldn't either. Uh, but um, also the um, Big Hero 6 animated series, the 2D animation series they're nice. doing on Disney um, is coming out on June 9th. 
all of, all but two cast members are coming back to voice oh, wow. the original characters. Um, TJ Miller is unfortunately not coming back to voice Ted. No. And the uh, gentleman who played Wasabi isn't coming. Oh, that's a shame. But everybody else is Oh, that's, that, that's still cool. Though. I really enjoyed Big Hero 6. That was a good, that's fantastic. That passed me by a little bit. So, oh, fantastic! Like just mashup of uh, Marvel Disney, and Disney, and well, it is a Marvel. Wait, yeah, it's Marvel. originally a Marvel uh, property, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, but it, it's Big Hero Six is different from from the movie. The movie is def, is definitely Disney's own version yeah. of a Big Hero. Six. Uh, set in San Fran, Tokyo. San Fran, Tokyo. Yeah. So is the is the animated series based on the movie, movie. or okay? With um, starring the lovable um, healing robot that is Baymax. Baymax. Who he's ah oh, he's just made, baby. when he when his battery's dying it's like he's drunk yeah <laughs> that's brilliant I really really enjoyed that it was a really really good movie oh, that's really cool man I'm probably gonna gonna have to go catch that now uh, but um of the last little bit missed news I have gentlemen is the fact that um and this is for you Dan because I know how much you love Stephen King uh the Long Walk is being adapted nice in, in, by Amazon for a TV oh series. sweet share with the class what is this oh God um. I thought that was one I generally refer to you, dear. I can look it up if you want. My, no, my mind's gone blank now because I'm trying to... It's, that's not... Um, I, no, I, keep, I always used to confuse that with the, the, A Town Called Desperation. But I love, I love all of Stephen King's work. I, my mind's gone completely blank, man. Um, I've always wanted them to do The Last Stand again because um, that was like one of his big, 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 big books. Um, um, the it set in a future a future dystopian America ruled by a, a militaristic dictator. The plot revolves around the contest of a grueling walking uh, a grueling walking contest held yeah. annually in a totalitarian version of the United States. And it, it's it's literally what it says on the tin. They just walk and walk and walk, and then people drop down and die. And you know the winner the winner of the long walk gets you know money, power, food whatever they want to change that into now. But it's, I mean... This uh, was also written under his uh, pseudonym Richard Richard uh, Bachman, Bachman. Because yeah. The Long Walk uh, kind of also mutated into The Running Man hmm. and the original book of The of the Running Man, you know, the one that Schwarzenegger went on to, to, yeah. to do as a movie. They're very diff- it's very different from the, the book, but he's always had the idea of that, the idea of human endurance and how much can a person go through and how much can a person stand so yeah I, I used to generally get that mixed up with a uh, town called Desperation which is another one of his books but I love all of Stephen King's work I absolutely love his stuff the last you had a bit of mixed news didn't you dear oh yeah um, to, to, to go on a slight again with a slight horror theme mm. to talk, talk about Annabelle but uh, yeah Gary Doberman uh, Dalberman sorry is going to be directing a new Annabelle movie for those of you not familiar with Annabelle she's the creepy doll that was in the horror movie The Conjuring um there's been two Annabelle movies already, there's, hasn't there? There's been, uh, has there been two? Um, yeah. Because there's Annabelle and there's Annabelle Origins, isn't there? Yeah. Um, it's just very strange because it was only really in the country and it was only like kind of a throwaway thing with this creepy doll that's possessed, but people seem to love it. So they ran within the Annabelle, the, the, the origins of her in Annabelle too. So yeah, Dude, so we're going to be... Chucky's had six movies. People love a psychotic Yeah, doll. but you know how I feel about Chucky. I've never understood why yeah. people think Chucky's terrifying. It's a fucking doll. Throw it in the river. Is you... Annabelle more terrifying? It's definitely it's... creepier. It's definitely, it's not as, as, as Chucky went more and more tongue in cheek and more and more... Over the top, yeah. Annabelle still that has got been that real back in the later sequels. Yeah, that, Annabelle still got that sinisterness, that creepiness of it. But mm. I mean, like porcelain dolls are creepy anyway. So it's like a, it's more like ghost story rather than yeah, yeah very yeah. almost like psychological in there. So yeah, so the demonic doll first in the country spawned 2014's Annabelle and last year's Annabelle creation. Mm. 
uh, which tracked the 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 her the origin of her. But uh, this this new film, which Dublin was also right, is yet to announce what part of her life, as it were, it'll cover. Mm. So will it be more up to date? Will it be another kind of prequel thing? And yeah. I like the idea that. They all spawned from a different horror movie. Like they, they seem to do this where they go, oh well, one thing the audience particularly liked, right? Well, we'll, we'll build on that. Mm. It'd be like you know, doing a Jaws sequel where it's about the boat. You I'm know, totally watch. Not even Quint, just the boat who had the boat beforehand. You know, and stuff like that. It's very odd when they seem to. They've already done it. It's called Das Boot. Ah, not really. I haven't seen that, but I'm told it's a movie that's called Das Boot because that means the boat. The boat, German, yeah, in yeah. German, yeah, the boat. Um, oh, mind you, the USS Indianapolis Men of Courage. That's kind of <laughs> any, almost any, a prequel to Quint, yeah. Any chance for you to bring up that? It's just Nicolas so Cage movie. weird. Such a strange movie. But um, yeah, that's just like a bit of misleading of which. Are we at Cage Watch yet? Um, I've got Cage Watch. I was going to go into Marvel news, but I can do Cage Watch. I think we know what the Marvel news is. Uh, I think uh, no, everyone... I've got some, some I got news more on top news. of what we're discussing. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I've got news. Mm. Give us the Marvel news, news done. Marvel news. Um, Black, um, they are seeking out for a female director for Black Widow. Nice. And the story is rumored to be a prequel involving the Winter Soldier. So it might be that mission that she tells Cap about where she got slugged, where she got shot by the Winter Soldier. Yeah. That all right? No, that makes sense. That'd be cool because we don't really need an origin movie, do you know? But having having a movie based on her exploits before she became, you know, to well, find out how find... she got all that red in the ledger. That's I'd, what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, I really, really like. I'd really like that. I'd really like to watch that. I'd kind of just want like straight up a spy story from when she was in the agency that she. I forget the name of it. Oh, but... when it was the the Red Room and when she was um yeah yeah, yeah when she was yeah I, I think it's just called the Red work, it's yeah. just called the Red Room. I'd like to see the story of how she well, got out. Well, of they that. make that's where they make Black Widows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like so, it follows her becoming a Black Widow. Yeah, and then like figuring out no, hang on, no, no, this is wrong. I need to stop. I want something different. Well, by that in that universe is when she meets Clint Barton, when she meets Hawkeye. Yeah, true. Yeah, because originally she was hired to kill him. Well, again, that's a cool conflict to base the story around. Yeah. I would love to see that. Do we know what the Black Widow movie story is going to be? Yet? And that's what the thing that all it is. They said it will most probably be a prequel that will involve the Winter Soldier. Oh, that's really respect. cool. It's still it's still very early stages for Black Widow. And I mean, somehow, goddammit, bring back Peggy Carter. <laughs> yeah. Talking about spies in the Marvel world. Well, well you've, got, you've got Peggy Carter in the Exile series, haven't you? Because yeah. she's playing Captain America. She's going to be Captain America. I love but, that. Um, would, what would you guys... In all of the regrets that, that apparently are in the MCU, what do you think um, Kevin Feige, 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 Feige... Oh, Kevin Feige, 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 Uh Kevin Feige thinks is his one true regret about the MCU. Um, not getting Spider-Man in earlier? Nope. Not getting X-Men in earlier? Nope. At all? It was dying Thor's eyebrows blonde in the first Thor movie. Go back and watch it, and, and you can. It, now that you see it, it's yeah. I mean, I noticed it because, yeah. like, I'm a. Does mother know if you wear her drapes? Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's biggest his one. regret. I mean, like, yeah, that's his biggest regret, huh? Also, the fact that they've kept the title for Avengers Four a secret. I mean, he clearly thinks very highly of all of these movies, then, because if the only thing he's like, the, that's my the, greatest that regret. Do, that, 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 do, that dollar total kind yeah. of lets him have that kind of arrogance. Well, maybe, but I mean, then you got like, you're, you're allowed to not like a movie and still like the house that bought the. Yeah, bought, no, completely. Right? I, I so. do not, I am not a fan of All the Dark World. I've watched it back again recently and I just it's cannot get just, on board with it. It's just very clunky. It was all right. I liked it, but you know. 
Uh, but so in that one, he waxed his eyebrows, didn't he? No, he they, they dyed they, his eyebrows blonde. No, did they wax them? Because then his forehead was a little full. No, no, you, no, you, you, you tried too hard for that one. Yeah, I tried to hammer that point home, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> then, great great uh, Odin's raven, both, man. <laughs> I both love and hate that joke. That's yeah. great. But um, no, the, the other regret is the the, the true real, the, 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 yeah. the, the real true regret is that he's um, withheld the name of Avengers Four for too long because they wanted people to talk about Infinity War. Yeah, but unfortunately, because they withheld the title of Avengers Four, people are now talking more about what is it, and he's already said the title will not live up to the hype. Infinity War Two, Electric. No, it's not, he, again, rumor is it's Infinity Gauntlet. A Gauntlet Fallout. Another oh, yeah, application or or New Avengers. New Avengers. Which I think they say they will save for the next Thanos. What I did in my summer vacation. <laughs> we'll get to that very very shortly. Uh, but Ooh, the, I want to talk about it, but it's for the later section. We got we only got to be a couple more, couple more minutes. I'll go for get it. Us um, there. But, um, next, the next slate of Marvel movies will not be announced to San Diego Comic Con 2019. Oh wow! And uh, apparently, Marvel will not be attending this year, so Ooh, they will not have their, their all age panel. They do it every oh. few years. They don't. They don't always attend San Diego. Well, it's, it gives it gives the other guys a chance, doesn't it? Really? <laughs> it's usually last. Obviously, last year was the big Infinity War panel, so that was nearly all the cast on stage. Yeah, that's an incredible picture as well of yeah. everybody there. I love that, man. It just looks but, like a fun um, bunch of people. Yeah, so um, it will be, but the rumoured to be added to the slate are Nova. Nice. With, poten- with uh, immediate potential. And Moon Knight. Yeah, baby. Which Dan. I think, which... Dan, tell us about Moon Knight. Moon Knight is Marvel. He's literally Marvel's answer to Batman. He's he's a thrillant... thrillant- I can never get that word out. Philanthropist. Really rich guy who decides to dress up and beat up criminals like Batman. However, the twist is he has multiple personality disorders. There's one Moon Knight who doesn't know the other ones exist and is just uh, a killer. There's another Moon Knight that is the embodiment of one of the ancient Egyptian gods of the moon. That's where he gets his power from. Wait, wait, he actually is? Or yeah. he thinks he is? But, well, that's it. You don't know because oh. they've played around with the trope of it and played around with his history so long. It's brilliant because some... Issues of Moon Knight, he is the reincarnation of this Egyptian god. That's where he gets his powers from, as it were. But then in other ones, it's like, no, he's just a mental guy who talks to himself. It's just so... One of the one of them is also a child, I believe. Well, not That unless, depends on the writing. That depends on the writing, yeah. But I just love that idea. I'm getting shades of Deadpool almost. He's... Imagine Deadpool without the humour. There oh, wow, are funny okay. moments in it, but it's very much a more adult... Very, it's very dark. Humor. Very dark humour. Um... And the fact that he's, you know, he's the Moon Knight and he works with the local police and they know who he is, but one of his alter egos doesn't know that he works with the mm-hmm. police. So when he's running from the police, he thinks they're trying to chase him because they're trying to arrest him, but they're not. They're just like trying to help him. Or And there was the, the story where he was chasing down a killer and he didn't realize the killer was him. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliantly written. And the Moon, the moon, the moon, the moon Knight I like the most is the Moon, not the cape and the, the cowl and everything, but the suit. Oh. The absolutely bright white suit and the bright luchador mask and the white gloves and the two white guns. Mm. That's, I love Moon Knight. I mean, so yeah, bring Moon Knight into it. Even hearing your description, I'm like, that sounds like a strong it's character so design. It's so cool. It's mm. so cool, man. I love Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, do man. you want some Spider- Spider-Man news? Sure. Oh, Josh Spiderman. Um, My wife has various feeds. The um, sequel, the Spider-Man sequel. She should have that looked uh, at. I, as, as it's known as, um, currently known as Spider-Man Prom. 
Um, <laughs> it's what comes after That's what homecoming. comes after homecoming, yeah. Uh, but um, they, they, we take place all around the world, so we will be leaving New York, not just going to, to Maryland this time. <laughs> And Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C., Maryland. Oh, that's pretty cool. Also, Joe Russo, in a recent interview, confirmed that um, Sony got the time jump wrong. I see. Fucking knew it. It was only supposed to be six years, not yeah, eight years. not eight years. I knew I knew it was only... Knew, because otherwise, it doesn't line right. up properly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so is Tom, is Tom, Tom Holland back then? Uh, Tom, Tom Holland is continuing on to be yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, God damn, I love Tom Holland. <laughs> And his, his loose lips and his inability to keep scripts a secret. And-, and the last bit is a little bit of Josh Brolin news, which will tie in nicely to what we're going to discuss Marvelous. next. Um, Josh Brolin has confirmed that he'll be playing Cable not once, not twice, not five times, but three times. Ah! I'm, I'm unclear on the number of times. Is three more times. times he's playing. He's going to be playing Cable. He'll appear in Cable in four movies because he's playing him three more times after, oh. after Deadpool 2. So it's not seven times. Not seven times. Okay. And 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 four is right out. Four is right, <laughs> right out. out. Is it i times the square root of minus one? Is it that many times? I don't know. Okay, is, is it four times? Is, is he once, is, is this, twice, three Dan, times Dan, a Dan, time traveling mutant? Dan, 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 is this fast math? Because we might need him in Tulsa. We could use him in Tulsa. Um, but that's really cool, man. But I think we all right. Warning now: we are about, about to, to discuss Infinity War. War. If you like, for real, if you want, if you have seen the movie. Then fine, you can keep listening. We're gonna we're gonna stall a bit just in case you need to do something like unplug your headphones from your phone or do something. For if your you phone need to do that, if you go need have to, a cup of tea, maybe run off and see the movie. Uh, seriously, uh, so perhaps take this time to listen to one of our previous episodes. So, so uh, other than our previous episodes, you could spend the time watching the movie because I think I, I T L D R we recommend. Infinity War. Oh, yeah. god dang, it's we brilliant. do. So, as usual, warning, we spoil everything. Last chance, three, two, one, and... Oh my god, he was enormous! Holy shit. He was shit. a giant dwarf! What the shit, Woodhouse? <laughs> that, what the shit, Woodhouse? That's not how you make eggs, Bennett. That was such a cool movie, and it... It tied up everything so perfectly. It sorted in. It was great. Fuck. It was just fuck, man. Fuck me. It, this movie felt like it has been building for ten years because it has been building for ten years. But the fact you got all those character interactions, you got the character interactions you knew you wanted. You got to see Iron Man and Doctor Strange mm. have a intelligence off, but then also Star Lord giving shit to Iron Man. Um, Peter Parker, Spider-Man grabbing Mantis, mm. having the Guardians of the Galaxy thrown in there as well, and fucking, come on, we're going to we say we're going to spoil everything, having the fucking Red Skull show up the way that it did. Peter mm. Dinklage is the world's biggest short dwarf. Well, fucking, dwarfs in the, in the Marvel Universe are giants. Are giants, yeah. I did it's not realise it was in the so movie. so cool, man. That was so good. We, we, it, it, might, it might have been literally just the episode before you joined us, Paul, that we discussed that Peter, Ding, P, Peter Dinklage had was, a role had in Infinity War. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. Fuck, that was so good. Thor Look. being just absolutely kick-ass with all of his new godlike powers, the yeah. storm, having Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker made for him. Obviously in, the com- Groot. obviously in the comic book, Stormbreaker is Beta Ray Bill's hammer. Yeah. I'm I'm more than happy with it being this kickass. That's so cool. The, the I mean, the culmination of the fight scenes and everything, and you think that's it, that's the end of the movie, and it's not. Mm. It's not. There are there. There's there's an even better fight scene to the point. I mean, the point where they've very nearly got the Infinity Gauntlet off, <sighs> off Thanos. But fucking, Star Lord can't keep his fucking shit together. Mm. 
mate. That was such Look, a good could I, movie. Could I say, the last time we talked about this, I was concerned because I did not see Lady Death in there. And for those of you who don't know in the comics, Lady Death is the whole deal that Thanos has got, and it's also the reason that Deadpool can't die. Yeah, right? yeah. it's because Thanos has cursed him. It's even better than that. Yeah. Thanos has cursed him because Lady Death has a thing for Deadpool, yeah. and Thanos is deeply in love with Lady Death. So the reason he's after the Infinity Stones and the Gauntlet and all of their... The whole reason that he's around is because he thinks if he gives enough death mm. to Lady Death, then she will love him. So there are lengthy sequences. In fact, mm-hmm. whenever you see Thanos in the comics during the whole thing, it is just him. It, 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 it's on this skull pile of yeah. this skull throne that he has heaved from some planet and created with his mind through yeah. the, Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's the most... If you did not tell me this was a comic book, it would be a heavy metal cover. Yeah. It is that. Now, Lady Death, to the, like again, this is just basic Marvel history. I'm going to go through it because I care about this stuff. Run with it. It's so cool. So Lady Death is the reason he's doing this. And mm-hmm. when he gets her to the throne, he says, look at all the stuff that I've done. Now we can be together. And she looks at me. She says, you have become so powerful that what you're proposing is not a relationship. What you're proposing is that I would be your slave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not how relationships work, buddy. And he goes, what, what do you fucking mean? She's like, look, you could literally force me. You have the gaunt. You have every stone. You can force me to do anything and you might not even mean to be doing it. Mm. So I, I'm out. I can't. I'm not mm. even talking to you, man. So the whole thing, she just straight does oh, not speak to him. Mm. She has it- three lines. It is so good, mm. right? In this movie, I think they did it better. Yeah, yeah. The fact that I, he, Gamora. Yeah. Oh boy, it's the like when you when when they when they're inside of the Soul Stone and they're yeah. on the planet and he's like, and Gamora thinks she's born and she's going, you know, this you have nothing. All of your power, everything, you have nothing. You, nobody loves you. You have nothing to sacrifice. You don't love anyone. And you yeah. don't love That's anyone. That's the point. Yeah. He, it's, you have to sacrifice and the thing the, you love. The mad titan sheds a single tear, and in that moment you realize, holy fuck, all better off. Yeah. Such a good fucking this movie. This was the main character of Infinity War, the movie, is Thanos. And we were worried. We were worried that Thanos would, would they is, wouldn't be able to, after the payoff, they wouldn't be able to fill it. They wouldn't be able to make him almost a well-rounded character. He'd only be the one-dimensional destroyer, but he's not. And there's pathos there and there's feeling there, man. This movie could have existed perfectly as an as a beautiful piece with very few other characters than Thanos, Gamora, Arguably, Red Skull is the herald of whatever, because he actually has to introduce that character interaction. Yeah. Some gimmick that does that, but really, it's their story. Yeah. And his. This is the villain's hero's journey. Mm. It is such. For a mainstream movie to be doing that, like that, first of all, is crazy. It's why, it's why they got the Russos. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so. I mean, bad. dude, I mean, you, I mean, you were saying it as well. Like, you, you, your favorite bits in it. Hmm. Like oh, it's just, it was such a good fucking film, man. For me, it's, for me, it was just I got the interactions I wanted. Give me quotes, give me quips. Rabbit, yeah. <laughs> um, the rabbit is correct. Yeah, we so will. I'm, we will see you later, um, he's, morons. He's, 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 the, um, uh, angel pirate. <laughs> it's like a beautiful space angel pirate. Yeah. 
I will say, like, I, I liked it, but there were problems. One of the problems I found was they, that occasionally it was wildly oscillating in tone, right? Am I supposed to be sad in this moment? Cool, time for six jokes between the characters because we need to get them interacting. A lot of it felt like by the numbers in a way. But I, I, the way it broke with the very large text on the screen saying where you were I gave let me know yeah. that we were, the tone's about to change. So I, I, that didn't irk me as much. Sure, I mean, it's the frequency with which it happened, I think. It's, there were no scenes that I found that were only dramatic, and there were no scenes that were only comedic. I, 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 really I, would, I would say Gamora. Gamora's death. Yeah, fair. Okay, is, except is, yeah. yeah. But um, no, but the bit that got me, and I cried in the cinema, Peter Parker at the end. Yeah, it was when, a moment. When, yeah, that was a moment. Yeah. But do you know what makes it more harrowing? Is called Spider Sense. He knew. He knew that was going to happen. That was happening. And that's why he's begging with Tony that he doesn't want to it's die. It's better than that. He knew something yeah. was happening. Yeah. It's oh, just geez. the poor kid. And to like, frankly, him, poor and, Tony. And, 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 Tony, and Tony is destroyed now. As much as we rag on him, yeah. Tom Holland was just amazing that in was that movie brilliant. across the board. That was absolutely brilliant from being I mean, no one gave a bad to... performance. No, but... there, there wasn't one person there that I went, oh, well, you could have done without that. I mean... I, I loved it. I just fucking, I, just, I mean, the, the Wakanda fight scene mm. and they know they're like, look, we're, we're probably going to die. Like, we're not going to win this battle. And they're like, yep, yeah, well, that's what we do. Mm. And get this man a shield. Fucking brilliant. Oh, yes. I, that's going to be on t-shirts. And, and, and fucking Bucky's new Wakandan fucking vibranium, vibranium arm was fucking incredible. And just having the fucking... The Hulk being scared of Thanos to the point where Bruce Banner can't turn into the Hulk now mm. because Thanos kicked his ass so hard. Lovely nod to the comic when yeah, they used when, to do the split with his face. Yeah, I mean, my favourite bit, the nod to the comics, was when Thanos is first heralded. It's originally in the comics. It's by Silver Surfer. Yeah. The Silver Surfer yeah. crashes into the Sanctum Sanctorum. But to have that almost exact same shot where it's the Hulk lying there on the floor surrounded by the debris and looking up, I just thought what I just works thought that with was the Hulk, What works with the Hulk is uh, if you've ever seen like it should be obvious since our conversation about CM Punk or whatever. I'm relatively familiar with combat sports. Mm -hmm. If you've ever seen somebody who's not used to losing, and you see them like particularly somebody who has not lost, and they just on sheer talent, on training, on hustle, on whatever, they keep winning, and they're used to winning, and they have not been handed a defeat. The first time you get your ass beat convincingly. It takes weeks, months to get your head straight. Yeah. Psychologically, Hulk, who the fuck has ever, ever outpowered? People have beaten the Hulk, but mm. they've done it in a way that is not on his terms. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, in the comics, I mean, Pete, uh, in the comics, Spider-Man beats the Hulk by telling him a knock-knock joke. Yeah. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's that kind of clever level of pound for pound and power. You're not going to beat him. But the Hulk. I mean, physically, I but mean, to have to th Thanos to beat the go, shit out of him. He beat up nearly the entire MCU during uh, World War Hulk. Yeah. It's, I mean, it took the century a living god yeah. to put him down. Just... So I'm looking forward to seeing Hulk in the next one. Yeah. Because, man, that is going to be... I want to see what they can do with it. I hope they do it well. Uh, well more than, next, any, more on... than anything, I hope that they talk to some people who have experience in like either combat sports, whatever. Somebody who has had that, because I think you need 
that kind of insight to tell that kind of story. I, I, I want to see a moment. Well, you can you, not really. Well, I appreciate that mm. from that perspective, but he's as it's also you, you can they can draw from their experience as actors. A lot of actors, as a lot of these actors, had careers where they've had very successful movies, and then it just takes that one that tanks. Yeah. You know what? You're not wrong. I'm going to take that back. I think yeah. they're yeah. I, I hope they do it justice. I think really. I, I think they will. I want to. I, I want to see a moment. We got want, the Rus- The Russos are doing uh, are doing four as well. So nice. Avengers, Avengers four, not yeah. Thor, not Thor, not, not him of the dyed eyebrows. Yeah. I'll, I'll draw a line under my bits and let you guys talk of it. But it's it's. I have had trouble caring since like maybe i didn't watch thor ragnarok i didn't watch a lot that, of these I, you're missing out on oh you're missing well, out yeah, that's I've, very it's very on my good list movie. it's on my list like mm-hmm. it, it, what i'm saying is for a long time now i've been like it's whatever it's another marvel movie it's by the numbers it's tick the boxes it's oh did tony stark say an asshole clever thing and, all right fine did he say a thing <laughs> that we resem- yes uh, listen, listen i'm telling you it, it's that it's Mr. Mr. Sheen, <laughs> and he still has that. But I'm I'm also like I somehow care now. This yeah, is, and it's it because was very very well written to have you care about these characters even more so after just, ten years. Because there Thanos. is there is we've spoken about it. There is that moment you can get hero fatigue. Yeah, but to mm. have to have them all there I get again, to hit that wall. I cared about them again so much, yeah. and it was just so cool seeing but, fucking Captain America come back as well. Yeah, it's it's. I like his beard. Yes. That was a lovely bit between him and four as well. It's like um, you had a haircut. You, 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 oh, you, I see you stole my beard. Yeah, <laughs> which which har- which harrows back to you know the first one when they have that little bit of banter, and the second one with the whole swing of the the, yeah. the whole. Uh, I love that so there. much. I love that bit so much. Is that you know what? They, they, it's, it's incredibly they, they, well they have, The Thank reason you. that that four has so much respect for Captain America is, of course, that Thor knows he's one of the only people that can live at the time could uh, live Mjolnir, uh, which could potentially be the it, same with Stormbreaker. Budged a little bit, yeah, yeah. It no, budged a little bit. What is what has been as said afterwards is that the Cap could have lifted it, but he knew that it, he t- just to let it go. Yeah. Like to just be like, oh, I made it wiggle. Oh, made it wiggle. Mm. Never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worthy. I just, I love because he's humble as well. I just, mm. I mean, and it will break your heart. At the end this, of this, this movie. movie does so much character death. Yeah, At half, half. Literally, mm. if you go, if you, I, I did the math. It is exactly half the cast. Yeah, Ooh. half the roster because that's exactly that's exactly what Thanos did in the comics was to yeah. kill. Yeah. Literally, literally half, half the universe. Of the universe by random. Yeah. In this one, he's more of like he's doing it for humanitarian almost reasons. Like, yeah, he's he's saying you know whatever, uh, but... he I mean he says that to to to, have you, to Gamora. He's because, like, you have know, you been back to your home world since I took yeah. you? No, it's now a pleasant utopia with everyone goes to sleep with full bellies. He didn't say utopia. He's like, this is better. I did a good thing because the results have borne me out. It, it's You know what it is? It's literally, look, the ends did in fact justify, justify the, the means. means because this is what happens, and he points broadly to Titan, this yeah. is what happens when I don't do it. Yeah, Everyone dies. Mm. So would you prefer everyone or would you prefer half? Because I got a solution it's and you're too weak to... Yeah. It's and that. Doctor Strange's um, sacrifice of giving up the Eye of Agamotto, the Time, time Stone. Stone, and he's but he says to Tony, doesn't he? He goes, "Trust me." He uses the wing, the winds of Watu. Use the winds of Watu. Yeah, the, uh, you see the crimson bands of Sitarak as well. It's fucking yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and but just co- that line where he's like, "I've seen was it like fourteen million outcomes?" Yeah, and oh, and how many do we win? And he's like, "One." One. So you know that Doctor Strange knows more than he's letting on. 
He has to. Yeah. Right. So I, ju- oh, I thought it was fu- I just incredible. And I didn't mind uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's awful American accent again. I forgot that. It's <laughs> it's bearing. It's it's better. To the it's movie. better than the the start of Doctor Strange. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I loved the interplay between everybody. I just thought it was absolutely wonderful and marvelous. What's just occurred to me is that what Thanos does is beats every person he beats at their own game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't outsmart Thor, he beats Thor. He doesn't out ma- he doesn't beat uh he beats uh, Doctor Strange with magic effectively. Mm-hmm. He by further understanding and adapting faster, which is sort of Doctor Strange's whole thing. He well, beats, also in his possession of the Mind Stone. At that I mean, point. also fine. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the, the point is, it's the, it's a really good way to stress. Like, oh. he doesn't need anything clever. He doesn't need a workaround. He goes toe-to-toe with Thor, and he punches Thor. He goes toe-to-toe with anybody who's he strong, and he punches them. He goes toe-to-toe with Star-Lord, and he breaks him emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. And which he, is Star-Lord's thing. And he yeah. also physically knocks the fuck out of Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> which, um, if you see that bit in the trailer where you think he's, you think he's winning mm. because he grabs, you know, you see him grab... Well, it was the rumor that people thought his saw his eyes glow orange. Go, go orange mm. for a second, so Captain America would be in possession of the Soul Stone, or was the Soul or was the Soul Stone? Oh, no, vision. just for that moment. Oh, Vision, go! Oh, vision. vision, Viz, Viz. They call him Viz. She calls him Viz. It's absolutely brilliant. And having that moment of seeing him look like Paul Bettany as well. I cannot stress enough how much I love this movie. That man's performance mm. is one of those other, like, crucial to the feel of the movie. I, I if I'm it. putting stuff above, it's Thanos, Gamora, and him. Well, him and, uh, oh, what is her name who plays Scarlet Witch? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, her. Well, 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 Wanda. Wanda Maximoff. Wanda, that's it. So it's, they're in a relationship. And they're like, we know this is weird, but whatever. Like, this is what we want, and we have to have a life too. Well, and they have not... a they have a connection because her powers is birth from the Mind Stone as well. So. Well, also, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just so, beautifully written, so good. And Su- I know Suri's only in it for five minutes, but she is just exactly who she needs to be. That sarcastic seventeen-year-old who knows she's the smartest person. Yeah, in the she room. literally knows she's the smartest person in the room. That was that was absolutely incredible. It's just wonderfully, and it was nice to go back to Wakanda for a bit as well. Yeah, fully love that world. That fully realized open world with its own history and its own culture and its its own style. And I just I I, I thought it was brilliant. Do you know I did not see Black Panther yet, and again because I had Marvel fatigue, I figured you guys like this stuff anyway. I don't know. I mean, there's another one again, the- another movie you you it's, should treat. It's, well, this is it. Fantastic. After this one, I'm like. Maybe I should go back now. Yeah, <laughs> no, I definitely, go back through. definitely, man. It's bro. Oh, I love Black Panther. There's a lot to catch up on, though. Yeah. If only somebody this, had a podcast this... about the history of the MCU, mm, we could make that maybe. right. Maybe, 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 maybe. foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> but I think not that we need to say much more about this movie. We've 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 cut. We've touched most of the bases of it. The, the humor's there. The emotions there. Jumpy, maybe. I, I, I see where you're coming from completely, but for me, I, I can't believe that it's even ten years on. I still love this as much as yeah. I did when I walked in to see Iron Man. It's that excitement. I like it. I mean, a again, couple of stones heavier and a receding hairline, but <laughs> there's problems with it. Like, let's not pretend it's a perfect movie. Oh no, right? oh no, not, not at all. But there are problems with it, and I felt that there were a lot of characters for what should have been. Like, you can stress how powerful a character is with a handful of good 
interactions, but the the story is Thanos, right? Yeah. Oh, and that was beautifully done. So, so every scene that isn't Thanos, I want to be seeing Thanos, like right? Except yeah. for Vision, and that's my exception. So to me, like you could have pared down a lot of the rest of the movie with a few fewer scenes. I know, but it's but, also yeah, it's also they're trying to they have to get they have to get they have to get out Ebony Moore, causes Clay, yeah, um, Proxima Midnight, and everyone's favorite character. They want to see them in the movie. Like yeah. I get it, and they want to sell the toys, and they want to do like. I get it. I totally understand oh, why fi- they do oh, it. The I think a range for this is insane. But I think it would have been a stronger film if they had resisted the urge to be as commercial. Yeah. Right. Oh. But again, this is also a culmination. This is a, the big crossover. And as, and I got my, oh, did I get splash pages? Splash, splash pages, dear. Splash I got, page. I got splash pages up the wazoo. <laughs> but, um, How was your wazoo, dear? Tender. Marvelous. Uh, a bit sore. Yeah. Well, this movie will do that to you. Oh, now, last thing, if, if we're done talking about it, yeah. Okay, the the post credits. Oh. What did you think? Perfect. Uh, the quantum pager was a nice touch. That was just absolutely lovely the way that they 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 dated that and timed that so well, mm. and then you can really feel his pain where, where he's he, he's he's literally down in the last second. He's running out of ideas and he's got one idea left. I know somebody who can help, and then poof, and gone. A, and a second Marvel movie to end with a cut off. Fuck. Yeah, that was yeah. brilliant. They love doing that. <laughs> Well, it's, it's Sam Jackson. Thing, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't feel right if he's in a movie not saying mother. Mother fuck. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh, man, it's so good. And I cannot uh, wait for Miss Marvel. I was going to ask Captain you guys, Marvel. I missed what the pager was. What is that? The the quantum, it's basically Miss Marvel is set in the, is the, Ms. Mar- the Captain Marvel movie. It's not Miss Marvel. Marvel. I do apologize. Yeah. She was originally Going to be Miss Marvel, Marvel, but it's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel uh, is set in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So if she went out into space, her technology would have been, for the time, would have been a pager over, obviously, a, a pager over, obviously, a cell phone. Yeah. So... But, um, my guess is either it calls back to her in time to come to the future, which would explain why she's not a part of the MCU for the whole of that time, or she's in deep space and it calls her back to back Earth. to Earth. I mean, they're really avoiding time travel a lot. I imagine she's like somewhere else doing something. It's only I only say that because of the film being set in the nineties, not yeah. showing how it ends. It just it, it's a vi- it is a viable option. I mean, maybe, but at the same time, it's okay to have a movie set in the nineties, then one set current day, and then have like, oh yeah, we're going to make a couple of movies that are set in the middle of that time to tell no, you what happened. Actually, that one movie will be her her next appearance will be in the universe. Will yeah. be in. That so she either goes deep space or with she the travels tree, through time, or she travels through yeah. time. Either way, I'm really looking forward to the Captain Marvel movie. So yes. here, here's the thing, though. Now the the last scene, not extra stuff, was Thanos sitting down and like admiring his work. So first well, he, of all, he did what you say boys do. He he went to a beach and saw a sunset. Whoever yeah. did the facial CGI on that, beautiful. Just but like you see, because you see Josh Brolin in the face, yeah. and you mm. now see Mark Ruffalo in the Hulk. It's so incredibly well captured and incredibly well done. And that team, that team are impressive yeah. people. Yeah. But also, this is a man who's sitting down and looking at like a model he built after a long day working on yeah. it. Going, yeah, that's real. I did a good job today. That's good. Yeah, proud of his handiwork. And I love Ooh. the fact as well. If you as the camera pans back, you can see the scarring up one side of his body off where the Infinity Gauntlet mm. as it ran out of power. Oh, as, he, as he fucked as it, it, as he's corrupted the gauntlet. The, the, yeah, as as, he, as 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 Peter Dinklage, I I can't remember the character's name. Do apologize. Said that it it, it it can harness the power. It didn't say it could withstand. It just said it, I just I built I built him something to hold it. Yeah, not to. 
Well, this is it again, because in the comics, it's like the gauntlet is just part of it. And once it's complete, it's this ultra powerful thing. And they, the way that it resolves in the comics, okay, more spoilers s- to the comics this time. They separate the, they still, they separate the stones from the glove. No, they don't. Ah. No, no. He beats the fuck out of every single fucker in the universe. He mm-hmm. literally, be- he does everything that he wanted to. He fucks with everything. He beats the entire earth's everything. He beats everybody. And then he goes after one of the big ones that you're not supposed to fuck with, Uh, right? So the way that he gets defeated in the comics is by messing with effectively magic and the order of the universe, and the the living tribunal takes the magic away from him, and he says, no, you, you have this power, fine. And I don't give a shit because the for those who don't know, the Living Tribunal is kind of an interesting thing. It's like a cosmic balancing thing. Yeah, and a lot of and the you times, see in Doctor Strange as well. You see the staff of the Living Tribunal. Yeah, which is which is a fantastic little nod to that, which beautiful. is lovely. But the Living Tribunal does not give a shit unless it's literally that kind of cosmic level. Like, no, you are not trying to use magic. You are trying to fuck with how magic works. In think of it like you know, you're trying to change the laws of physics in the universe. It's yeah. that level of stuff. Living Tribunal comes in and says, nope, nope. No, you may not. How so between, dare you? <laughs> between, like, the only thing more powerful in the Marvel Comics universe is a character called the One Above All, mm. or possibly the Marquis of Death, depending on how you read it. I always thought it was Stanley. Uh, by some readings of it, uh, Mark, Cur- uh, Mark Kirby? Jack, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. I'm bad with names. Uh, Jack the King Kirby. Yeah. Jack the King Kirby. Mr. Kirby by some readings, is the one above all, and yeah. it gets tinted or whatever. The one above all is, a, is God, right? And he appears, like, maybe twice in the hole? Maybe. And he kind of looks very like Stan ready. Lee. Very yeah, he ready. looks a bit like Stan Lee, and he's just like, I know what's going on. Right, so yeah, so that was our spoilerific yeah. review Take of... Up. So again, I don't know whether they're going to do cosmic stuff, and I don't know how I would yeah. feel now oh, about they're... if they did, because that's very deus ex machina. They're, they're basically phase four splinters off to them having individual parts of the universe, so Guardians will go off and start the cosmic side of it, Strange is going to start the magic, mm. and then uh, uh, what the what Avengers remain after four will go off and do the Earth-based stuff. Yeah. Sure, but I mean, how do they... How the fuck do you beat Thanos in this... If you can't use the Living Tribunal, how do you beat him? Well, I think Marvel, it's going to be. Captain, I think it's going to be Captain Marvel, Captain Maybe. Marvel, or again, time Peter travel. Wisdom, or or Adam Warlock, Adam Warlock or Peter Wisdom. Yeah, hmm. I hope man. that I'm looking forward to. That's going to be so cool. Yeah. So once again, Pop Culture Pod thoroughly recommends. Oh, it was marvelous, and uh, it. and of course we get to see what happens with um, Ant Man and the Wasp and the Wasp, and then we got Captain Marvel, and then the next one is Avengers Four. Yay! Well, dear. All right. Um, Cage Watch, gentlemen. Dun, 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 it's dun. time to see what the Evering... The Evering sp- Cage Watch. The ever-expanding views of Nicolas Cage. I sent you guys the trailer for 221. Yes. No, you didn't. You sent us the, the link for 211 and told us to Google 221. I am apologizing. <laughs> yeah, so I searched it and it was a movie called 221. In fact, there were a couple of them and I was really confused as to why that was in Cage Watch because Nicolas Cage was not in those. He fought, you know, they're one of the, they're two of the few movies that Nicolas Cage has turned down. It's, yeah, and he's, uh, yeah, it's a 2-1-1, and uh, he was one day away from retirement, damn it. 
That's legitimately <sighs> the start of this trailer. He's got his retirement package. So the story behind this uh, trailer, it's and based on And he doesn't like phones. Doesn't like modern technology. He doesn't like his rookie cop. And for some reason, they're also having a ride along to make things even more dramatic. And oh, then, some people, then some people ride, rob a bank while he's like on his last day on the force. Um, and there's quiet Nicolas Cage. And there's brooding Nicolas Cage. And there's shouting Nicolas Cage. You get the spectrum. You get the spectrum of Cage. It I'm runs really the looking, gambit. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. This looks just... It's, it's a Nicolas Cage it's movie. bad. It's based on a story. And when they said it in the trailer, well, this is based on a story. I said, okay, cool. I'm going to find out what story it is. It took me a weird amount of time because every outlet just... Every outlet that isn't the pop culture pod just prints the PR release. Yeah. It's based on a true story. Cool. Which one? Nobody. So I had to re- do some digging. And fortunately, I'm pretty good at research. And I discovered that this is based on a a real incident that happened in 1997 in California called the North Hollywood Massacre, I think. So Why does that ring a bell? Because it was very famous. And it was like two guys who, with like assault rifles and military gear and vests and the whole... Like, they went in armed to mm. the bloody teeth. They went into a bank and started robbing it, hostages, the whole deal. And the um, the cops outside with their little 9mm pistols, mm. their Glocks or whatever they had, they could not get through their body armor despite hitting a couple of times and whatever. And because these guys had automatic weapons, they you know you yeah. can't put your head up to line up a headshot. It's very difficult. So you had two cops on the ground doing this. Now the ride along in this one, here's the thing. In the real life story, there was some controversy about the guy who got shot, uh, one of the... Uh, one of the suspects, or, you know, let's call it what it is, the guy who is murdering people in a bank. Yeah. That asshole got shot, and the police would not let ambulances in. So he bled to death in about an hour. They don't want to tell a story in a movie in 2018 Mm. about a cop who shot somebody and then the controversy surrounding the aftermath. Yeah. So they invent a ride along who gets shot. Like, uh, this is what I'm calling the ride along gets shot, and Nicolas Cage says, You deserve an hour! You deserve an hour! All right, great. So that's what he's yelling about. That's I, that, that, that yelling moment. I love a yelling moment, Nicholas Cage. So I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm anyway, down, baby. Like, this is going to be the best movie I watch on Netflix. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> that's def- what it looks I'm, like, I'm isn't it? I'm definitely going to watch this on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, does it look good though? For, for a Nicholas for Nicholas Cage movie, yeah, it does look good. Mm, I've seen yeah, I've maybe. seen Cage movies with less production value. USS Indianapolis Men of Courage. I'm glad that my thoroughly researched bit ended up just being informative with no jokes attached at all. Oh, but I, well, I'll I'm, tell you I'm, something else as well. That, that, you, that, that bank heist, and you see them with the, the automatic weapons and everything, that is also what one of the bank heists in Grand Theft Auto is based on. The oh, online kidding, game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never played 5, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's good. But um, yeah, I like the idea that this is Grand Theft Auto, but from the cop's point of view. Which oh, I there's think, a point. That's I think cool. I think's absolutely brilliant. So yes, I'm I'm down with the cage watch. That 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 was this week's cage watch. Dun, well, dun, 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 cage watch. Next one is my weird thing of the week, gentlemen. Oh, well, Dan. So, normally you have a song or something about this. Do you have one this week? It's Carl's weird thing of the week with Carl. Showing his weird thing of the week. Carl, how long us. can I draw this out before he punches me? Carl, please. One, one. I will never punch you for fear of getting it's punched. It's Carl's back. weird thing of the week with Carl. Uh, all right, and his weird thing. Oh, God damn it! Is he just gonna um, whip it out? El- Elton John. He's just gonna whip he, out his weird thing. There's the Elton John biopic that's coming out, Rocket Man, and they have cast who will be playing Elton John. I just want to 
you guys to think this is a weird casting in my opinion but generally i think you guys so you want us to know like, who do you who do you think would they would cast for 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 i think Elton John? i know this all right who do you well who, who would you do though i do, like even if you know it who would be a good person to play elton john james Corden. that's who you reckon should play i so i'd give it to if they were going down a comedy route, I'd, if they if were sorry, going down, a comedy, going down route, a comedy route, yeah, with it. then yeah, James Corden. But is it the guy that played Eggsy? Yeah, Ta- yeah, Tegger Egerton. Tara, that's it, Tara Egerton. Really? Yeah, I was going to say Elton John. He's still around. He'll be in it, obviously. Oh yeah, cameo. But um, no, just have Elton John play himself. Like, that is very, not? that it's is weird very cast. weird. But it's um, just, no, 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 no disrespect. I, I, I absolutely believe Taker Egerton could play Elton John very well. He, had, he obviously worked with him on the Golden Circle. Might be what yeah. led to him getting the role. Yeah. But he doesn't aesthetically look like Elton John. No, but then again, saying that. Gary Oldman looked fuck all like Churchill, and that was brilliant. No, the prosthetics. Yeah, the prosthetics work on that. Screw you. But um, do you remember Sing? Well, I mean, if where, where he where he voices the gorilla. Yeah. If we're invoking prosthetics anyway, then surely it doesn't matter if he looks like him. I, I but I don't. It's one of those things where I see it being more of a. They don't generally go over the top. No, I get I get what you mean with that. Yeah, that is very strange, but mm. I can see it working. But you're right, that is very weird. But when he when he was in singing, he was doing he, he voiced the young gorilla. Mm. Um, he sings Rocket Man. Yes, he does. And it's not a bad version. No, not Rocketman. Yeah, Rocketman, and I'm still standing as yeah. well. Um, that's really, really brilliant. That's very strange, though, that you'd, you'd look at Elton John, and I agree with you, James Corden, if they were going to go down a comedy route, yeah, but not... Hmm. Not... Not Eggsy. Not Eggsy. It's also because he's going to be playing him through certain points of his yeah. life where, no, no offence to and he, later on in life, he became a heavy set fellow. He did become a heavy set fellow. Also, he became, I mean, you know... A hell of a writer, hell of a musician, but yeah. he was known as well to be incredibly difficult to work with. Yes. And to be honest with you, if you want a, the, the truish version of his biography, watch the Star Stories episode of Elton Yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. I mean, strange. inside music industry stuff, knowing as like a, when you know audio engineers, there's not that many of us. Like, there's a lot, but there's not that many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People who are hard to work with generally make better records. Yeah, right? no, no, yeah, I'm not. So, yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad fella, but no, I'm uh, really interested. In I'm that. saying the two sort of go hand in hand. Yeah, so it's not mm. super surprising because when you got somebody in front of you who wants things so precisely their way, and everything you do is wrong, you're going to call that guy hard to work with. But then he makes something like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, yeah. and you're like, you know, I'm super happy I have my name attached. To it. Like that's the sort of thing you dream of putting your name on. And it's through going through hell with these guys, right? Mm. I'll tell you one of my favorite Elton John jokes. I, I, I have not, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think you've ever told me an Elton John joke. Tell me a few jokes in your time. I'll tell you my favorite Elton John joke. He canceled a gig recently mm. because when he got on stage, they painted roses on his piano. Apparently he didn't want roses on his piano. He wanted tulips on his organ. Thank you. That, that so many different people you can insert <laughs> for that joke. <laughs> Have you just told the joke about all gay people and just happened to say it about Elton John? No, not all gay people. Okay. Tulips on his organ. Tulips on his organ. Come on, that's funny. We all want tulips on our organ. Everybody wants tulips on their organ. I like a hand on my bagpipes. What can I say? We're the Coke Zero subtlety on this show. (laughs) That's what I was trying. That's what I was trying to get out of you, Dan. That's the kind of highbrow entertainment we're all about here. Screw you if I don't lower the tone. I won't understand the conversation. Um... (laughs) 
that, that, that generally weird, but I'd really like that. Weird in a good way. Yeah, no, that's I didn't cool, say it was, man. Again, I, I, sometimes it's I, weird, I, yeah. I, I like flat out weird news as, yeah. as I do, but sometimes it's just it's. Uh, it, I go with more unusual things. I'll tell you what, way. I'd like to say that I double bill with um, the Remy Malik playing um, Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. that's coming out. September. I, I know it got pushed back to November. November. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that as well. It's a really good movie. Like, really good casting-wise, too. Well, we should get mm. a trade for that so Sweet. shortly. Yeah. yeah um, uh, the next... Well, gentlemen, it's time for... Time, and a one, and, and a two, two and, and a... Netflix news! I missed that one. That's okay. We <laughs> can do it again. No, that's fine. All right. Um, first, gentlemen, is the Glow season two uh, announcement trailer. Oh, I to, love the glamorous ladies of wrestling. To uh, Maniac, which is just a great choice. She's a maniac. Maniac. A maniac on the floor. And, and she's dancing like she's never danced before. Yeah, really badly. She's never done this. Yeah, like, I love that so much. And then yeah, the, the way that the trailer is so very 80s yeah. with the hairspray and the leggings and the, the, the makeup and everything. And then all of a sudden, halfway through this big musical number, Mark Marone walks on. What, what, are, you, what are you doing? You're, here's the thing. Did you guys have thoughts about what this reminds you of? No. Muppet Show. Think about it. Yeah, with a big tone wise, it's yeah, a the lot big of musical number. Show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's true. But mm. I just love him coming out and breaking that fourth wall. Like, what? Do, what do you? We have a show to prepare for. What do you? Well, this is it. That's the moment where I was like, he's Kermit. Yeah, hmm. I love. I really loved the first season. Mark Maron voicing Kermit the Frog. I would not be mad at that. <laughs> He's not that. He's not New York enough. Of some kind of thinky pain, yeah. um, which is a brilliant stand-up. His, his stand-ups that thinky pain's incredible. What's What's the one where he starts off talking about Trump? That's his more recent one, isn't it? Yeah, but that's not that's not thinky pain. That's not thinky pain. It's just where he walks out on stage, sits down with the microphone, and just goes, "I don't know what he's going to do. I don't next. know what he's going to do next. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck. Wake up every morning, look at my phone. Holy shit, we're not dead yet. Fuck. I don't know what's he going to do. I, I had material written. Fuck that. Look, ah." I loved that start of it, man. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. So yeah, I loved I loved the first season of Glamour. And it's coming back on the, twin, on the 9th of June. Oh, it's brilliant. It's I was previously brilliant. unaware of this show and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm not the demographic, but I'll watch a couple episodes. Oh, it's brilliantly brilliant. Um, well, of course, just, it Glow stands for the Glamorous Ladies, ladies of Wrestling. wrestling. Is a lot, from, oh, okay. from, from, for me, I, I, I'm, I'm endeared to it because I'm a wrestling yeah. fan, but and the amount of wrestlers that they have on oh, the show. Oh yeah, they've got some brilliant, some brilliant cameos so wait, in the first season. Uh, Carl, walk me through this. What is the show? It's a, it's a story about the the 80s promotion that was the glow the glamorous ladies of wrestling which was an all, all, female. Res- all female wrestling show that was in the territory system and basically gave us a couple of uh, that's where you got the fabulous moolah and stuff like that yeah and from. nobody thought it would take off it, it, it was just like basically going to be this kind of not perverted but it was always yeah, it was seen a as of, a bit a seedy of, and a bit strange of just having women wrestle with each other and then only they got a, more and more famous when they started only a couple of them were wrestlers a lot of them were actresses who were just looking for a role yeah. it, was a, it was just a guaranteed stage mm. show that you do oh yeah it was a paycheck wasn't it, was it? a paycheck yeah. but a lot of them then endeared themselves to it and a few, quite a few of them went off to be like the beginning of the women's yeah. women's women's era of wrestling that's super cool but, I loved um, it man but, good, good it's a, but obviously the casting's really with Alison Brie, um, Mark Maron, as well as the promoter. And uh, I think you had Chavo Guerrero in the first series yeah. and stuff like that. There's a lot of rest. Uh, it's a lot of blink, you miss it. But, but they're, they're, they do some yeah. bloody good cameos, surprise little things in that. So I'm really looking forward to season two. And I just love that little, mm. very 80s music dance 
with the, the hairspray and the makeup, and then all of a sudden, just it's stopping. It was a little on the nose, but I like it. Oh, okay. yeah, I, I like it. I like it a little on we, the nose. We spoke earlier about fan, uh, uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, Netflix is reaching out to DreamWorks to work on a Fast and the Furious animated series for them. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> hate that. I would not hate that. You wouldn't be mad at Who's going to voice Paul Walker? <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, well, he is Groot. Um, Vin Diesel will just voice everyone. <laughs> I'm Vin Diesel. Oh, by the way, I love Vin. I am Groot. Whoa! Language. Language. Hey. Um, so, so what, an animated series? What, like for kids, or would it be an adult animated series? Would it be I like more uh, the, to, I to Archer than when it would I read be into to... it? It's just that they're going forward with an animated series that will be set in that universe. Oh, but, I bet um, you they give the cars superpowers and it'll be like fucking Gorbots or something. Oh my god, yes! Look, that, that, he, he, it's a visual squee on your face at the moment. It's, it's Transformers, but real now. No. It's good Transformers. Oh, and I want to say them bring back Knight Rider and have Vin Diesel drive Kit around. And just having Kit constantly correct his grammar. If The fact that they haven't done this. I don't think this, that's a good idea, Dominic. <laughs> the fact that they haven't done this just means they don't want my money. That's true. That's for true. But that's very odd. The, the, the main series. directing guy, because someone jokingly says um, Fast and Furious 10 should be in space is kind of like as a nod to Jason X, which was yeah. in space. And he went... And when asked, he's like, oh, is, is, are you, are the, is Fast and the Furious franchise ever going to space? He goes, you'll never know. And, you, and it's just be. like, it's like, no, it should be, no. It's a movie about driving cars. No, no, no. It should well, look, be, if Elon, yes. If Elon yeah. Musk can shoot a car out into space, right, I'm sure they'll find a way to have oh, them. Can, can we like, not talk? I, I had a family dinner yesterday and all the discussion was about Teslas. I'm Teslaed out for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's another one of my favorite jokes. What's the most expensive smell on the planet? What? Elon's Musk. Thank you. Begrudgingly, he gets a doctor for that one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm that's not a good. Doctor. Pun, that's a good pun. Thank doctor. you, doctor. That's doctor. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stranger Things season three has gone into production, gentlemen. Yeah, can't wait for that. That's uh, I think that's due April next year. Yes. Question: How much stranger is it? A lot. It's it, it could be the strangest thing. Oh, a slightly stranger thing. Kind of stranger thing. Kind of stranger thing. But, kind of Stranger Things, but it, it's just it's just good to hear, you know, that um, Finn Wolfhart has got work again. <laughs> it's just the name. It's the coolest name in the he world. He's the man. coolest Finn in the world. Wolfhart. These things here, they're quite odd. And he and he flat out admits he's a hipster. Yeah, but I loved I loved the first season of Stranger Things. The second one did have a problem of repetition slightly, and yeah. the big bad I don't think was as big and bad as it could be. But just give me more, more, more of of of, of uh, Hooper. Yeah, I, I want a Stranger Things offshoot TV series just following Hooper around doing his day to day stuff. But you want it, you want it, you want Hooper to be the Frasier of Stranger Things. Yeah, definitely. Just Hooper, just yeah. him going about his day before all of this shit kicked off. We could all use more Frasier and Frasier like things. Hey, baby, I hear the, the blues, blues are calling. calling Demon dogs and egos. I like <laughs> that it. Almost worked. Oh, I like that, dear. Well done, you. Um, if but, only we had a recording studio and microphones and somebody who can make a backing track for Carl, you're releasing a single now. Congratulations. <laughs> I can't write the whole dang thing. No, 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 it's fine. I, so, I've got a guy to write. Write the theme tune, mm-hmm. sing the theme tune. Um, all right, that, yeah. I, I, I can't wait for uh, Stranger Things Season 3. Uh, my last bit of news, gentlemen, is um, obviously we, me and you, Dan, talked about this about, about this time last year that they're doing a Witcher series on Netflix, yes. which has been kind of delayed and in turmoil, which is based on the Witcher game. 
Which is kind of based on the Witcher books. Yes. Yeah. Which I have not read, but I'm told reliably by my uh, by a couple of friends of mine who are from Poland that it's like a huge thing. Oh, and it's... also that the author does not play the games and has nothing to do with them, and is like, nah, I wrote books and gave yeah. them the rights. Which is the right way to do it because mm. let the creative people be creative. And, and, the, yeah. and, and the Witcher games are—I don't think I've, I've very little negative reviews. Generally, they are. Quite well. They're one of my—they're fa- one of my favorite series of games to play. Mm. And the their open worldness and the way that those dynamics work. I mean, the, particularly the last one, the Wild mm. Hunt. Mm. It had such a way that it had that really cool thing where, as you're playing the game, your mm. actions have long-lasting consequences. Um, it's not just cutscene. It's not just cutscene fodder. It's long-lasting consequences to the point where, at the start of the game, if you choose to help a little kid at the villa village, right. right towards the end of the game, that little kid's actually grown up and helps you back at a certain point. If you chose not to, uh, it's fascinating. Oh, it's better the red, than that. Yeah, uh, the, the guys. I think it's Red Studios. I think it is. Um, that is uh, CD Project Red. That's it. CD Project Red. They are brilliant, and I love the game. So yeah, sorry, I do apologise. There, you were talking about the TV um, it'll series. be shooting in 2020, mm. 2020, majority in Europe. Sweet. My my contention there is a I lot. I was coming of... in twenty twenty and shoot, and we'll be shooting primarily in Europe. Oh, so awesome. shooting. So most probably shooting next year. Any, any casting news? No casting news or anything yet, but it's just, again, this is just the production yeah. side of it. My worry would be when you, if it's going to be based on the game world rather than the book world, which is likely given the popularity. Mm. Yeah. It's let the game be a game, you know, like part of me is thinking, do we need a movie adaptation of a game? That's going to be bad because the, the thing about the Witcher is that it, I would turn this into a TV series, right? I, you need the space. This, this yeah. Oh, the amount of text written... For, oh, is it? Oh, yeah, sorry. which is series. I think I just completely misunderstood that. But do apologize. That might be me. I, I might have suspect over. Yeah, it's, a Witcher t- it's going to be a Witcher series. That's okay, good, because that does give them enough time so and space time. to... The Witcher, I played that thing for 150 hours and did not see the end of it, right? There are... I, I go after every side quest. This is a sickness. It's a You're sick, a sick sickness. No, it's just I'd want to see everything. It's oh, a cool okay. enough work. The side quests in Witcher involve things like, cool, listen, go to that island over there. I, my wife went over there a while ago and whatever. And you show up and there's a poltergeist and it's the wife. And you're like, oh, fuck. All right, well... Uh, well, the depressed troll but, under the bridge. But here's the thing: if you save the person there and the wife is whatever, then you show up to the guy and you're like, "Yeah, sorry, dude, your wife's dead." And he's like, "What? I told you to save her. I'm no, I'm not paying you. Fuck." And then you're like, "Oh shit. All right. Anyways, listen. Uh, I brought you her remains. Oh well, at least I have that. Remains are a poltergeist. And if you had read the book in the thing in the game that is the book, and it's like this is what poltergeists do." then you would have known not to give the guy the body and be like, you're going to think I'm an asshole, but no, I'm literally saving your life. But I didn't read the book in my version of the game, and Geralt just gave the guy the remains, and the, the, she wakes up, kills the dude, goes, hey, thanks, Geralt, I'm off now. Thanks for freeing me from my island. I'm going to go kill people later, and she disappears. Yeah. Geralt sits there going, fuck. So then he goes back to the person who gave him the quest, who was like, so how'd that, how'd that whole uh, thing work out? Yeah, it turns out it was a poltergeist, and uh, he killed the wife and the, uh, and the guy I was supposed to help. And she just looks at you and goes, so why didn't you know that? You're a witcher, fuck. Like, are you an idiot? I like that a game called me an idiot for not paying attention, and I don't know how you do that in a show. It's such a personal experience. I hope it's good, but I don't know how they can make it good. Uh, I'm going to give you three episodes. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give the three episode treatment, yeah. That's our job. We give it three episodes, but like, come on. It's, I, I hope it's good. The proof will be in the pudding. Yes. 
That is all my news, gentlemen. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, underscore popculturepod. You, you can follow us on at Facebook at pod pop culture. You can follow us on Instagram at pop, pop culture pod at pop culture pod. You can follow me on Twitter at halfline nineteen eighty nine. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Blues and Blues. And you can follow Paul home. I've been Carl Rowland. I've been Dan Chapman. I've been Paul. And we'll catch you in two weeks. Peace. Peace. No.